Good. That's crazy. So now she, she understands like your love of just video games and buttholes. <laughs> um, I think she about buttholes, yes. Video games, no. <laughs> One and all to episode 38 of the Megavision Show, the companion podcast to Megavision's magazine. Today is June 14th, 2020, and I'm Chris, the editor of Megavisions. Joining me this week is Scotty and Graham. How's it going, fellas? Living it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. Nice. Glad to, uh, glad to see and hear that you guys are doing well, staying safe. Mm-hmm. Um, How's the uh, the whole coronavirus stuff going over on your side of the pond, Graham? Ah, it's uh, it's still here. We still got it. Um, <laughs> but How we're going to open up. We're going to open up shops on Monday. Your prime minister. Prime minister. He, he was is, sick for a bit. He was sick of it. He's he's cut, recovered. Um, Good some for people him. might be happy with that. Some people might be sad with that. I don't uh-huh. know. I yeah, I have no strong feelings on him. I saw that there was rumors that like they, he was about to die for a minute there, right? Like, he was in he was actually in intensive care or something at one point. He actually properly had it. Like he wasn't just like at home with the sniffles. He was rushed to hospital. He was in hospital for like a couple of weeks at least. Like he um he got it and was kind of like oh I'll carry on doing my duties and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then like then it was like uh Boris Johnson now gone to hospital, rushed rushed to A and E or whatever. Um, so yeah, he um. But yeah, he's fine. He's he's recovered. Um, yeah, uh, he's kind of plodding along, uh, having to deal with you know um, what do you call it protests and stuff now as well as COVID. A bit like uh, your guy is, but probably on the less the slightly smaller scale, I'd say. Um, but yeah, but yeah, we're opening shops. Normal shops are like opening up on Monday, even though we haven't really got the virus down to a good level. It's they're saying it's still quite high and the risks are quite high, so be careful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, in Jersey on Monday is when they're allowing outdoor dining. And so, oh, wow. Yeah, and so there's there's a, a lot of different, like, requirements for restaurants uh, and, like, bars to be able to open up. Like, they're still doing social distancing thing. I um Obviously, you're not going to have to wear a mask if you're eating and drinking, so um, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. But um, I don't know. It is it is nice to see things slowly open up, and I'm, I'm trying to trust that uh, everyone in our you know, in leadership in our, our government is, is doing it the right way and, and ensuring that, you know, it's going to be safe and everything. Um, but you know what though, like if if you're not if you don't feel comfortable going out there, I say continue to stay home. Mm, stay yeah. So. Yeah. But I, most I com- feel, man, I am getting really just uh, like cabin fever in a way. Like I want things to get back to the way they were. Uh, I'm feeling like really antsy for that, and I, I can't. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it, I, like things like not everything's opening up here. I don't think restaurants and pubs, like um, bars and stuff, are opening up yet. I think that's going to happen later down the line. Um, 
but yeah like most work most jobs and stuff the advice is if you can work from home stay at home still like it's still kind of not safe enough to really go around um you know so i wonder if he's gonna try to open up and just like hey we sell skittles it's food (laughs) you know like come out here and you know, you can sit on our patio I, and eat some Skittles and come in and buy a game or two. We're yeah, I remember, I remember reading when the that. lockdown first... Oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, well, I remember reading when the lockdown first happened about GameStop, like, getting its employees to, like, still work and they'd have to, like, put, put like, get, like, I take people, like, have people waiting outside, they'd open the door a little bit, ask what they want, then go get the game, put it in a bag, like, reversed bag or something, and then get them to give them the money or something through the door like they're literally ha- ha- sticking their arms yeah, out the door to do it all. we discussed that when right. it was recent Ooh. i just don't it's interesting that gamestop gets brought up though because um my buddy aj him and i are very pumped for last of us too and he so he pre-ordered it like back in september of last year and so we're Ooh. like wait how do i get that because i went to the store <laughs> and pre-ordered it then and long story short is they're shipping it to his house but yeah, it's just a weird thing because it was like it was a process of like, well, the game's not going to get shipped to GameStops, but the store would normally mm. ship it out to you. And yeah, it's just a what a time. What a time <laughs> to be alive! It's a crazy place out there. Um, yeah. Let's get. But into also, a I bit. doubt GameStop will last much longer. Sorry. Oh, don't do that! Don't say that, dude. <laughs> don't say that. I'm gonna be sad, dude. I'm gonna be sad if GameStop goes away. I'm, I'm I feel like I'm in the minority about that, but what I, I feel once it actually happens, or if it does, people will finally be like, you know what? Like, I wish GameStop was still around. I'll be sad, but I yeah. won't have any empathy for them because they were goddamn stupid in how they spent their money. Yeah, not saying that they made a lot of uh, wise financial decisions, but now that Reggie's on board. You gotta turn that ship right around. Mm-hmm. And Reggie, I trust. I'll say that. Um, let's get into what we've been uh, doing and watching and playing. Uh, we'll try to run through this a little quicker than last week. Uh, Graham, what have you been doing, buddy? Ooh, well, a couple of things. Uh, so I, I promised I'd give a Dreamcast update. I have nothing to report this week. That's Nothing's your update? <laughs> That's my update. That's like a British thing. <laughs> like, I'm happy to report. I have nothing to report. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news nothing is going on right now uh, <laughs> um but i did pick up um uh, uh actually no wait i'm gonna say what i watched um so i watched um i don't know if you guys have seen it dave Chappelle has put out a netflix special um uh and it's actually on youtube as well on the netflix youtube channel it's um so it's 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 not like a proper comedic thing like Dave Chappelle would normally do. Uh, it's actually more about the whole George Floyd thing. Um, it's actually really powerful, though. Like the stuff you're talking it, about. And I made like uh, my, my I didn't make her. I, I sent it to my wife and then I showed it to a couple of my older children because I do. It was amazing, man. It was super powerful. I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, this is yeah, the like, special that's called Just 846. I caught about half of it and yeah. then I... I was watching it Friday, and I kind of my my brain is done at the end of Friday, so I sort of forgot to finish it. Oh, it's 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 so worth it. Like, there's a couple of times where you feel like he's just rambling on about stuff. It all comes together. Like, there's yeah. one bit that I thought this doesn't really make sense, and then he sort of tied it back. I was like, oh wow, yeah, that's wow. This dude. Is, the thing like, is with Dave Chappelle is he's such a good storyteller. Hmm. Beyond the fact that he's one of the most legendary um, 
comedians of all time. He's just he knows how to tell a story. Like he's not up there rambling. There's a reason yeah. for everything he says and the way he says it, and he brings it back around, like you said, Graham. Um, and it was awesome. Like I, man, so good. And so I, mm-hmm. he does it in such a way too that like you do still laugh. You know, like you're having like this super serious um, conversation, or and you're listening to him, but he finds a way to interject some comedy into it. Um, but it still doesn't deviate away from the serious topic that he's discussing, yeah. you know? Yeah, and yeah, I will say I've, uh, I've never been a huge Dave Chappelle show fan, but I still enjoyed that. So if you're thinking, like, oh, I hated his show, I'm not going to bother with that. It's about half an hour long, but give it a shot. Yeah, like, um, I, I, I've never experienced his actual show properly, but I've seen some of his stand-ups before, and I, I think it's really funny. I think it's really great, and... um. Yeah, um, I, I think I feel like there are laughs in this, but not as much as you might find normally. But I, I think even if you don't really like Dave Chappelle, like what he says is so poignant and kind of spot on, really. Um, it's, it's I, just really, yeah. I thought it was really thought breaking. It's not controversial either. Like, no, I mean, like I, you can't. It's like if you're a, a a human who has the ability to empathize, like with other humans, the things that he's saying makes total sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not the right. That is going to be like racially dividing or, you know, like just it's going to make people angry. It's just like you. I I don't know. I I don't see how you could listen to this and not connect with the things he's saying. Oh, there'll be somebody out there. But the the thing to keep in mind with it is and this is also how comedians test their material is like this is him getting out there again. Uh, not just doing a comedy special, but also just kind of having a discussion and, and seeing how it feels and trying it out. Mm. So. Yeah, I, I will. I will caveat your um, people won't get offended thing with just the fact that he does do a lot of swear words and you know drops the the end bomb quite a few times. So some people might get offended if you're reading onto that, and it's definitely not for kids. But yeah, it's 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 really the actual topic I, I, is not offensive. I appreciated his message that. It's not his time to talk. You yeah, know what I mean? like, that was the biggest let, thing. Yeah, like basically, he's saying is like, you know, because he's come. I guess he's come under criticism by you know, like uh, news personalities like Don Lemon and other people because he hasn't come out and, and said anything. But he was, his his message was that I've done this on purpose. Like, there's, it's not that I have nothing to say. It's that it's not my time to say it. And he wants to let basically from his words, he wants to let the street. Um, do the talking, you know, the people, the young yeah. people that um, are on the streets, they're protesting, um, they're doing the hard work. He he doesn't want to stifle what they're doing and, and their voice in this. So he wants to take a back seat and allow them to voice that because, you know, he's saying that they, they have a handle on it. And so who is he at this point to say anything that could potentially take away from that? And I, mm-hmm. I, I really, you know, appreciate it that and I, I thought that was awesome yeah i kind of yeah. took that yeah. as equivalent to um people singing imagine versus people donating to worthy causes causes you know <laughs> right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah often prayers mm-hmm. and and he was he also highlighted how he has said in the past he's brought this topic up before many times in the past uh, oh, i guess more yeah. in a comedic way and it's it's true if you look back at some of his old material he's like it's uh <laughs> there's one which is kind of scary prophesizing this whole thing like it's kind of yeah, um, but anyway. Check it uh, out. 
yeah check it out really good it's yeah if you don't have netflix it's available on youtube so if you just google it on youtube um it's on Dave netflix Chappelle, 846 mm-hmm. so good um and uh yeah one, one other little bit of news for me is i am the proud owner of a ring fit adventure yeah um i realized that i was getting really unfit like i've generally been unfit for the last few years but i'm I so like unfit say, at the like, moment. i i've realized that because, <laughs> like, at what point like because okay uh 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 i'm also in that same category right now graham I, i'm a become like a fat bastard um but what i want to know is like at what point what was the moment in time that you're like oh my god what has happened like I've yeah. got to do something about this. I have to go buy a Nintendo Switch game to stop this from happening anymore. <laughs> um, it's it's when I um, so basically I actually have a uh, Fitbit, uh, you know, tracker thing which I've had for a couple of years now, or like three or four years. Um, and I stopped wearing it. I started wearing other watches because I've got some actually quite nice normal watches. Um, and then I, when the lockdown happened, I stopped wearing those watches and just sort of decided to put my um my Fitbit back on and. I walked to the shop, like literally it's less than a minute walk from my house. And as I was walking up there, I was like, I'm kind of out of breath. Like I wasn't running. Oh, I wasn't no. really walking fast. I may have like jogged across the road so I don't get hit by a car, but like, like nothing serious. Like I was just walking and I got to the shop. I was like, kind of like, I wasn't like panting. But I was kind of like, Ooh, I can, kind of, uh, you know, feeling a little bit, a little bit, a uh, wheezy there. Um, walking. <laughs> <laughs> just walking uh i carried some stuff home like some milk and like you know two big bottles of milk and and stuff and i got back and i like tried to open the door like my arms were kind of like really heavy like oh i got in i was just like huh, i need to have a sit down and i looked at my watch tracker and my heartbeat rate was ridiculously high i was like this doesn't seem right uh i actually told scotty about this that um my currently my resting heart rate is um uh, actually no i'll tell you like um, the average resting heart rate, and not doing any exercise or anything, um, for someone a man of my age, is Which between. Is? Uh, I'm 36 now. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> um, it's between 70 to 75 beats per minute. That's the average. Like a really fit person is a lot lower, but um, it says very poor is 83 beats per minute plus. My average rate right now is around the 100 to 110 mark. Like it's so ridiculously high that it should it should not be there at all. And I'm not particularly fat. Like, but that's like the metric system, though, too, that we're talking. So it's like, <laughs> right? No, it's not. What You guys always find a way to screw things up with that regard. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, damn you! <laughs> He's not but, saying yeah, his heart rate is seventy kilometers over seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure, though? Like. Oh, I'm not. God, but... <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but it's just it's just way. So off. you're like, like you're very high. unfit, is what you're saying. Yeah, like, I am. Re- according to my heart, right? in a way. Yeah, like if I was a really big, morbidly obese person, I could maybe understand that. But I'm really not. I've got a bit of a bit of a gut at the moment, but not nothing massive. But you're like, okay, you're also a vegetarian. Yes. So Wait, how, what? what are you? Yes, That's he's a... also vegetarian. Okay, explain your relevance. Because how do you become that unfit by being a vegetarian? 
I I possibly eat too much cheese. Let's see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I feel Actually, you on that one. Yeah. I eat a lot yeah. of cheese. Cheese but... is most of my diet, really. I think that could be an issue. Uh, I, yeah. I, oh. I felt like a fat boy this week because I was Chris and I were driving in the car and he was actually like um he was in a class uh like it was like the last day of school but he had a call in to his class uh to like check in and stuff and uh while he was doing it uh the kids were talking about some of their most cherished things in their lives and I was listening to it and uh this one girl got on she's like my most cherished thing is cheese Oh, no. I was like, oh man! And I, was, I leaned over to Chris. I was like, "That girl is awesome." I was like, "I'm I'm fully on board with that." I was like, "I love cheese." And he looked at me. He's like, "What are you talking about?" She didn't say cheese. She said shoes. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "That's like I was like, okay, I am officially a fat boy because I heard cheese. I got really excited about this like twelve year old girl who shares my love of cheese." But no, it was shoes, not cheese. Oh god! Wow, <laughs> that reminds story. me. That reminds me of a of a mystery science theater skit where instead of for the Air Jordans, instead of air bubbles, there were bubbles of cheese in the soles of the shoes. So you'd be down with those. Ooh, I would totally eat those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that's horrible. Oh. Yep. Wow. I'm oh, sorry about that. Let's go around <laughs> real quick. What's everybody's favorite cheese? Mine's pepper jack. Ooh. Give me extra sharp cheddar all day, baby. Yeah, uh, a nice mature cheddar is probably my favorite. It's so versatile. You can just do so much. Outside of that, mozzarella. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm down with mozzarella. But, uh, anyway, Ring Fit yeah. says stop that cheese. Yeah. So I got a Ring Fit Adventure. Uh, I've used, I've only had it for a couple of days. I'm loving it. I actually think it's really fun. Um, they've got quite a few cool modes in it. There's like the whole adventure mode thing, but then you've got like... There were mini games. Um, you got different proper normal exercises, and it's kind of taking it quite seriously. Like they've got the whole warm up thing, uh, stretch, stretch up, stretch down, sort of thing. Warm up, warm up, down. Um, and the rings actually got surprising amounts of tension in it. Like you, you wouldn't believe that it's actually got the tension. But yeah, when you're actually doing the exercises, it's like I did it for just like ten minutes or something the other day, like just doing a little bit, and I was actually genuinely sweating and stuff. I'm like. Yeah, so I don't know if Is that's just like you know, my... your heartbeat through all, all this. Yes, so here's here's quite a cool <laughs> thing. Um, at the, um, on the adventure mode, um, between each sort of like the adventure mode's kind of got you got it goes kind of splits up the bits. The, and when you do like one bit at the end of it, it says, "Would you like to track your heart monitor?" And if you say yes, you put your thumb on on the ring thing. You've got the one of the connect control the switch controllers on it. There's like a little sensor thing on the end of it, and you put your thumb on that. And it tracks your heartbeat. And I compared it to my um, Fitbit. And there's like maybe two beats per minute difference between the two. And it's, mm. it seems pretty accurate. Oh, wow. So I was just like, that's really good. But the, when I did my main exercise the other day, so my heart, as I say, my resting heart rate was like 110. It went up to like 160 when I was doing like the height of the exercise. I was just like, <gasps> it's not good. Beat, though, right? <laughs> what? Oh, <Prepared> right. <laughs> yep. That's how they measure it <laughs> yeah, over there. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, yeah, from what yeah. I heard, this is like from you know um, gaming journalists and and what have you out there that this is the most legit and reliable actual video game exercising thing that has happened. It feels like um, you know you compare yeah. it to like Wii Fit, which is just garbage. It was just two scales you were standing on. How's that going to measure your actual fitness other than telling you how fat you are? Um, <laughs> so, but it sounds like this is the way to go. 
Yeah, it, it's surprisingly good. The, the, the amount of versatility you've got with the controllers, because you got you have one of the controllers sort of strapped to your leg, um, and the other one like in your hand. So you've, you're pre- pushing in the ring and pulling out the ring to do things. You're running on the spot, and it measures how you're running and like if you're how and high it's you're like a Pilates ring that you're using, right? Essentially, yeah, uh, kind of, yeah, in a way, because um, there are some some way you actually have to put it between your legs and stuff, and like you know they sort of tells you to sit down and like put it between your legs or. Um, and there's like sort of different moves, like balancing moves where you have to like hold it in certain positions and stuff. Um, so yeah, and like in the game, you're running along and like you can do bits and pieces, but you fight, you kind of fight enemies where it's kind of like a, almost like a turn-based battle, but you kind of do different sort of yoga kind of moves and stuff. Like you might have to do squats or hold in a certain position for a couple of seconds and that kind of helps you shoot the enemy kind of. Um, so it's kind of fun and enjoyable. Um, and each session only lasts, can last like two to three minutes or so. Like, uh, but you can keep going if you want. Um, but you can like just do a couple of things, like you know, a couple of minutes, and you kind of do get a nice workout. Like when I woke up this morning, I could feel it in my legs, definitely. Um, as I say, I'm really unfit, but you can also set the different levels. I think I've got mine the second from bottom, so there's like five or six different grades you can like difficulties you can do. Um, that's where I'll be but, starting. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Sorry, I just yelled. That's where I'll be starting. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing I'd like to see is hopefully they'll bring out more games or, I don't know, patches and updates and stuff to add more stuff. There is quite a lot of stuff to get on with to begin with. Like, I think I've just scratched What is it that you so actually... Far. Okay, so, like, I've seen Ring Fit Adventures or whatever it's called, like, but I don't know what you're actually doing. Like, what's the game part? Like, what... Right, so the main game adventure mode, there's actually kind of like a story. It's a really basic story. There's, like, this monster thing who's been captured by the ring that you're holding... And you accidentally set it free, and he's like going to turn the world to darkness. So you have to basically he's like a, he's like a really buff, like massive dragon type thing, and he's like likes exercising, and like it, the whole thing is you got to try and stop him okay. <laughs> um, before he turns a the world to darkness using his dominion. You asked about the story in an exercise game. This is what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and um, so that your ring is like your friend. He's like, yeah, come on, let's if we if we. <laughs> sync up together we can go on this adventure it's like Graham's exercising just with a raging hard boner like with this oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> loves um, dragons um, yeah. um but the main game is like you sort of jog on the spot and that propels your character forwards and it's kind of just along a set path route thing kind of like you know panzer dragoon for example but you're running okay. on the floor um right. and like you could there's like certain obstacles you can jump over and stuff um you can shoot objects to like and like pick up these coins and stuff which build up you you kind of unlock levels and stuff you can build up your xp and stuff um which unlocks new maneuvers and things um and then like enemies come across you come across enemies at certain points uh, who you kind of have to do as, as i say uh yoga poses and stuff to like uh, attack them um but the the level there's sort of there's like a big world as it were and like each section slightly different and stuff and it gets built more creative each time it seems um i've only done like the first couple of well the first one and a half worlds so far uh it's very entertaining but there's also min- loads of tons of mini games which are really good fun like um kind of like almost like a crazy taxi type thing where each one's really different and stuff and um yeah like uh there's one where you're sort of just leaping up like this wall and stuff and the wall like has these moving up op- moving things on it which you kind of climb onto but it's just it's just using the ring really that you do that with like you're pushing the ring and put it out and stuff and you like run as i say run on the spot normally um 
yeah and then then there's actually got like not a normal proper exercise mode which is more like a i guess for more slightly more adults or people who don't really want to play a game um there's also a really cool feature um which basically if you say i don't want to play the game but i want to exercise it puts in this like weird sleep mode for the game but it it you keep the ring and like you could be watching tv and you could be like moving the ring in and out or something or doing like an exercise with the ring and it will track that still even when you're not what, playing the game and when you go back to done on the the ring or whatever and like add that to your score um so it's just kind of like a cool thing it kind of encourages you to like still work out a little bit even when you're not, not playing the game um i think the game adds fun to it though because i've got exercise equipment around the house which i do use occasionally but i found this way more entertaining is it um, weird, like, moving it from one end of the room to the other that... what do you mean what? your exercise equipment like your weights like oh this oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah kind of um i might pick it up lift it up 10 times and go i'll put it down here for now walk off there you go i do you and know what, like i've been wanting to get one of those actually because like, I, I feel like it could be something that like me and jamie could actually use mm-hmm. um but i didn't realize until you mentioned it scotty like that mm-hmm. they're it's hard to come by these days oh boy then so you haven't tried to get it till right now it's because it was tried. it released just before not just before but before covid and it was still shipping from china and then everybody realized oh this is actually a decent workout game that i can just do in my house let me try to buy this and nothing's shipping from china so nobody can get it so scalpers are on the rise mm-hmm. yep um so but... time to sell is now graham <laughs> well, well it's funny like i i paid 70 70- pounds of saving 80 pounds for mine and on amazon it's like 150 pounds at the moment like it's ridiculous but uh yeah scotty what were you about to say because i think i know what you're gonna say uh graham mentioned this in our in our side chat that he was using this and i was like how in the holy hell did you magically get one of those things because they're like two or three hundred dollars over here in america from jerks trying to sell them and he's like oh yeah game over here had him i ordered it came the next day i'm like i'm gonna dm you so <laughs> so now Thanks to Graham's generosity, uh, I will be getting a Ring Fit Adventure, and we will be getting into shape because he's going to send me one because he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And yep. if, yeah, you, so... if you um, are one of our patrons on no. Patreon.com, uh, <laughs> just message Graham and he'll send you one. God, right, Graham? <laughs> that, that would not be happening, I'm afraid. Yeah, but, just, um, just send Graham money, it. put it in an envelope, and write to the queen <laughs> on it and throw it out your window. It'll find its way. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if, if people want to pay for shipping and pay for it, then fine. Yeah, I don't mind. That's, that's, do that. <laughs> that's such an English thing, though, too. It's like, okay, like, yes, I'll do it. But you know he doesn't want to do it, but he can't say no because he's English. <laughs> oh my okay, I won't gracious. do it. I won't, I won't do it. But, but for you, Scotty, I will. No, I pre- and I mean like in in the the shipping costs and everything, it adds up to obviously a little bit more than what it would be if I rolled into a GameStop over here. But at the same time, I'm fine with that because we're doing it through a store. We're not doing it through the douchebag scalpers that just want to sell it because they have it and they have like five sitting in their game room or something. You're you know? not. So. You're not. Yeah, benefiting scalping. You know, like right. so it's it's between two friends and uh, you know, I, it's it's awesome that you're gonna get that. So I. More we to need it. Hear what, uh, what the desk think. life and the working from home life is definitely adding weight and back yep. pain to my life. So I'm right yeah. there with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we all got to get on it. So everyone get a ring fit. It'll, it'll save. This is going to save the world, guys. Trust me. Mm-hmm. 
If you want to fight COVID, <laughs> this is how we do it. Yep. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that that's me. What what's everyone else been up to? <laughs> Scotty, what have you been up to? Um, well, we talked about the Game Boy Micro a lot last week and I stupidly in my uh, uh probably la- lack what it, da- what did I say? You said Game Boy. Fuck. Oh, so someone said that about us too. In, in some of the feedback that we said Game Boy Micro like the entire time. Yeah, sorry. It's probably, and I mentioned, I think my my rebuttal was we were probably so blinded by rage that we forgot what we were saying. Um, <laughs> but uh, in my uh, in my sleepless stupor following the podcast that probably ended like around, we were probably still on at like midnight or something. And by that time I had, after the podcast, made an Amazon Japan account and ordered, Ooh, I yeah. pre-ordered the, the set of four that you get the big window dumb thing with. Um, but they haven't charged me yet and there's still time for them to announce something else that might cause me to cancel that. Uh, I don't feel good about buying that the more I think about it. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see if that hey, stays true. Investment? I don't one know. Of those that just like... But you know what? Like years from now, you'll probably look back and be like, I'm glad I got it. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. It's, gonna, it's, it's something that's going to sit on your shelf. You may play one game a couple times, but then it's going to sit on your shelf, but it's going to look super cute. Yeah. Uh, I'm not as and vain as that, say, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, what what if they're worth like $200 a piece? Like five um, years from I might feel know. okay that I'll have it in the background of my stream videos and my unboxing videos, and it'll sit proudly with my two copies of Panzer Dragoon Saga, and that'll probably be it. And someday I'll help my kids go to college with those. But um, <laughs> all of those in mind, uh, it it um, inspired me to stream some Dreamcast. Uh, God damn it, stream some Game Gear games. So on my Wednesday stream, I played through Sonic. I actually played through two games, two and a half games. I played through Sonic Chaos. Um, that game is really wow. easy and spikes in difficulty at the end. And I played through Baku Baku, the animal puzzle game that's a lot like a puzzle fighter kind of. Um, and those were fun. I, and hmm? I remember Sonic Chaos being ridiculously hard. Well, I played through Tails' mode. So I, uh, TJ was watching. Oh. He was saying Tails' version is a lot easier. Um, and to get the good ending... Overall, with the game, you have to play through a Sonic and get all the Chaos Emeralds. So Tails doesn't even collect the Chaos Emeralds, so it might be something with that. Uh, but it, it's like it, each level is like not even a minute long, and eventually getting to the last boss that was the only thing I had trouble on. So it's fun. It's uh, but that because that's on one of the Game Gear micros, and then Baku Baku is also it might be on that same one, Sonic Chaos. But that's a fun little lighthearted puzzle game I played through. The cutscenes are ridiculous, and then I actually played. It's not on, not going to be on any of the Game Boy micros, but I was just like, screw it, let's use this as an excuse to play Road Rash. So I played through uh, some of Road Rash, the Game Gear version, which is fun. And I actually took a clip from that. My very first race, I I fucked up and ran over the crowd at the end of the finish line, and then finished the race on foot because I couldn't get some my bike was like beyond the finish lines. <laughs> so it was kind of oh, funny that you can still do that. Um, what, the, so, what was your setup for that? What were you using? I used an emulator cause there was no way oh, to, gotcha. yeah, I, I will, I, I have a game gear. I actually have all those games on game gear. Um, but to, for it to like look decent and stream reasonably well, the best thing was going to be to use an emulator for that. Um, I use the emulator Kega K E G A and through that, you can do mm-hmm. Genesis, Master System, Game Gear, and Sega CD games pretty seamlessly. Um, so it just wouldn't have looked good to actually... Because of the, the the Game Gear screen, even if you can like stream adequately outputting that 
screen, it just would not probably look good for anybody. So the emulator makes it look better and just go better overall. Um, well, yeah, so I played some Game Gear games, and then not too much else because work actually kicked my butt this week, but after the PlayStation 5 uh, reveal and everything, and we'll talk more about it, but with them uh, showing the Resident Evil 8 trailer, I actually went back yesterday and played through the add-on for Resident Evil 7 called Not a Hero, where you play as Chris Redfield, um, and played through that whole game, or that whole add-on. It's only like two and a half hours, two hours long or so, uh, and... Um, it kicked my butt because I forgot about a lot of mechanics in that game. And I wonder sometimes if I'm even good at video games anymore. <laughs> but it was still good. The answer it's... is no for pretty much all of us at our age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't feel um, bad. We're, we're all there with you, buddy. Yeah, there were just parts that I, like, legit had to turn up the brightness because I was just like... How the <laughs> fuck do I get out of this area? Oh, I don't even buddy. understand where I'm going. Yeah. Who turned out the lights? God damn it. Well, there's even a part, like, I was confused on because he eventually gets night vision, and I was staring at a button that you could clearly see as a button because I had it turned up, and it's, he would, you would try to click on it, but in-game Chris would say, is there something here? Or something like that, or should I, should there be something I can touch? I don't even know. Uh, that's not the line he said, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but it's good, like, for, uh, I guess spoilers for Resident Evil 7, um, this Not a Hero DLC was supposed to be part of the game at launch uh but it picks up right as the the main game ends and you play as chris and get what i feel like is a real resident evil final boss uh resident evil 7 the final boss i equated to like a contra style boss it just did not make sense and was so stupid that even as ridiculous as that game have either of you guys played through all of re7 no no i haven't even touched it um I, i have played a bit of it but i i have not I have not come close I think to as a horror fan, I I would say it's worth trying to get all the way through, Chris, because it's it's still okay. a decently creepy game, and um, there are parts that kind of kind of are long winded, but it's still good overall. Definitely the strongest part of the game is probably the first like hour or two, um, but then by the time you get to the DLC, it's pretty cool where it goes, and I don't I won't say any spoilers for the sake of you guys figuring it or finishing it. Uh, at some point, but the Not a Hero DLC is solid and different from RE7, but it reminded me that I am ready for the next iteration of this series. So that's really all I did. We'll talk a little bit about that later on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, awesome. I actually, man, I I really want to get back into the RE uh, series because honestly, like after four, I've I didn't really play through any of them to completion. Like I think Resident Evil Four was the last Resident Evil game I actually completed, um, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately. And I really want to get back. I don't know. Maybe I, I kind of want. I, I kind of feel like I want to go back and play Four again, and then just work my way up from Four, uh, like through Seven. That's then, an interesting way to go because five is a good co-op game, but kind of crappy. Six is the worst game in the series, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So, Godspeed. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, that's really been me, though. I've had quite a week, guys. So I, th- I think I said on last week's show that I'm going to start uh, uh, like moving stuff into a storage unit. Which uh, a lot of my retro stuff, all the stuff that has been in my Harry Potter closet, 
I, which I know we've talked about over the past few uh, episodes. I ended up moving all of that out and into a climate-controlled storage unit. So basically, for all intents and purposes, like my entire game collection is now in a storage unit, which is a little sad in some ways. But um, I did make an agreement with my wife that if I did get the uh, Neo Geo MVS, that I would get uh, put those away until the Mega Barn is erected. and so now that closet is pretty much cleaned out and we're now putting in like more stuff that you would typically put in a, a closet like that. And so it's helping to kind of to to clean up the rest of the house. Decluttering stuff, which I'm happy about. Um, it, it, it's making the house feel like a little bit more, uh, a little better overall. And so and from that respect, I'm fine with it. It's still a little sad seeing all my stuff go into like storage and everything. Um, and so that's one of the big things that I've been doing this week is just kind of clearing out my game closet, putting in storage, uh, and then moving everything else into that, that one closet. And so uh, the wife has been pretty happy with all of that. Um, and yesterday, I spent a long part of the day uh, like doing yard work. Uh, I'm working on my back deck to add uh, – to basically – replace a lot of the old rotting wood that's that's been on our back deck slash porch and uh that's been a a really fun kind of experience doing that but then yesterday i was mowing the yard um i have a, I have a rotting lawnmower because we have a really big backyard it's about close to two acres uh in total and uh so i was mowing that and then i went and uh started clearing some areas across the street because we have this kind of like weird, like little patch of um, property, I guess you could say that is owned by an older gentleman, like that lives down the street from us. But way back in the day, like in the twenties through the forties, there actually was a railroad that used to run through town and the railroad like would come through right in front of our house. And, um, that railroad has since stopped running, but that property is still there. Um, and the guy that owns it just kind of like lets it kind of grow on its own, which is good and bad because the good part is it gives us some privacy on our street from the rest. Oh, of- okay. <laughs> I'm so trying like, to, if, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm if, trying if to visualize looking- this. Is this, oh, you were about to say, I think, sorry. If you're standing on my porch and you're just like looking across the street, that's the area I'm talking gotcha. about. Gotcha. Okay, that makes oh. sense. Interesting. It's it's where yeah, okay. so it I don't know also own, why but... most of the road flooded, probably. Right. Um, so that's not my property on the other side of the street. I don't own it, but me and the rest of my neighbors just we kind of um tend to the the grass and stuff on that other side because it just makes our kind of area look better. So we keep it clean and everything. Um and part of the area around this, like, uh, basketball goal that I put up for my kids was getting really overgrown. And so I went through and, like, used my weed eater and, like, chopped everything down uh, and just kind of clearing out, trying to make it look nicer. And then afterwards, I was like, okay, I'm just going to come through with my running lawnmower and kind of mulch it all up. And this it'll it'll look a lot cleaner after I do that, right? And so I started doing that, going back and forth. And um, I forget that there was a tree that had partially fallen down during a storm earlier this year. And 
um, it had like completely part like not oh. it partially blocked. Was the, that the, the one that fell down during the flood? Is that the one you're talking about? It may have. I think it was. Like caught on fire. One one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it may have been. But what I ended up doing was like cutting it back a little bit, um, so that it wasn't like in the street. But there was apparently like one li- like tr- large limb that was hanging over the area that I had hadn't really noticed before because it was kind of be back behind my basketball goal, and so. After I cleared it all out and I was riding my lawnmower back and forth, I didn't I didn't notice that it was kind of overhanging uh, the area where I was mowing through. And as I was doing it, oh boy. I hit it like head on with the top of my skull <laughs> and it hurt so bad. I was like, oh, God. And uh, I, mean, <laughs> I bet you didn't say that. I bet you said something else. I probably did. I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> it was just like, you know, when you get hit really hard and there's just like a flash of light. Ooh, uh, that's happened to me twice in my life. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those times. Fucking um, what, uh, like, Jamie? I'm bleeding. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what happened. Like, I, I, I hit it. Like, I hit it immediately, and I was like, I, I touched my head, and I was like, this is going to be a bleeder. Like, I know. And so I, I uh, right after I hit it, I put my hand up, and sure enough, there's already blood there, and I can Jeez. start now feeling. It feels like I'm sweating really bad on one side of my face. It's like all this, like blood is coming down and so i just drive to my riding lawnmower across the street and i see jamie over there and I'm like i raise my hand up to her because there's blood covering at this point and uh, i'm like hey come here and she sees like the blood on my hand and from what she said er- like later on that she thought like i had somehow like sliced my hand open <laughs> oh, and, no. uh, and oh, i get closer no. and she's running towards me and i like i kind of like turn my head and show her that there's it's like blood is coming down my side of my face and she's freaking out. I'm like, it's okay. I'm I'm fine. Um, can you just go get a towel? And then I was like, also, can you get my phone? Because I want to take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, she's like, oh, God, you're such an idiot. Yeah. So she, goes, <laughs> she goes in and, like, gets a, 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 a towel and, like, cleans me up. And then, like, she kind of, like, we go inside. And I'm still bleeding all across kind of the side of my face. And that's when I get like some pictures done, which I was really happy about because I had like some really good, Ugh. like, uh, like <laughs> if yeah. you see my, 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 I post on Facebook, I post it everywhere. There's quite a bit of blood. And what's crazy is my kids, I come in and this probably speaks more to the father I am than anything yep. else. They I think it was fake. Like I've come in, my head, I'm pouring blood on, down the side of my face. And my kids don't even give a fuck. Like they're just like, oh, it's dad. He's tr- he's trying to trick us again. And I'm like, uh-huh. little Halloween. My head. Like, <laughs> I'm really bleeding. And they're like, you're not. You're you're tricking us again. They're just like, ah, uh, whatever. Little Halloween, come early. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's entirely what it was. And I was like, I'm really bleeding. Please give me sympathy. Oh give me attention. Odin, you're learning how to drive right now. Get in the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Jamie, uh, she's like, you have to go to the hospital. Like, you definitely have to get uh, stitches um, or something. Stitches. And I was like, you know what? Like, honestly, if I if it comes to the fact that me, I need to get stitches, just super glue it together. Like, I'm not going to the hospital. Yeah, um, that, that's what she, I used to do. Air yeah, Force. she cleaned it up. Yep, she cleaned it up, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad. Like, I don't, I don't think I needed stitches. But well, did it, it hit the good. top of your head or the front? I was confused on where it hit you. It hit me like honestly, like right where I had like the part of my head my hair mm. like i found like a hard part 
you know, on the side of my head, it hit me like right there. Oof. And there's actually two. It like once they hit it like two, there's like two little gouges on the side of my head. Oh, nice. God. And so I, actually after we're done recording, I'm going to go out with my chainsaw and clean it up and, and cut that. Show him back. his boss. Yeah. That's a bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> it was fun though. Like it, I now have a new uh, Facebook profile uh, photo. Yeah. yeah. Any day I love that. You go out and you get a new Facebook profile photo is a protective day, I say. Mm-hmm. I think I think that shows like the mentality of certain people. Like when they get such a serious injury, they have to show the world. They're like, "There's like no one's going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. You have to see this." <laughs> I go I to the hospital, a, take a picture. I immediately thought of that, and then I was like, <laughs> I also messaged my uh, my friends from the uh, Blood Sucking Geeks podcast. I was like, "Oh my god, I have a great photo to share with you guys. Check this out," and they loved it. <laughs> I'll say, so I was. I was reminded of this is a longer story than it needs to be maybe another time but short version is I remember one time I woke up and my hand was covered in dried blood and I had a huge headache and I had been drinking a lot the night before and I did not remember or know what was going on so I thought I sliced my head open but then I thought I sliced my head open and I was freaking out and long story short I I I was sitting on the ground, stood up too quick, smacked my head pretty good, and that was why it hurt. But the reason my hand was bleeding was because I took a full bottle, uh, unopened full bottle of beer, ran across the street, and smashed it over a fire hydrant to uh, christen our new house for some reason with this party. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> but oh, wow. I imagine it was similar. I don't know, just the way you said the the blood was like running down your hand. I also pictured in my head that you were maybe like absentmindedly waving to Jamie and all she sh- she saw was blood on your hand and you're just like, how's it going? I'm still mowing. That's the thing. I should have completely <laughs> played it just nonchalantly, just like walk around the house and just wait for someone to say something. If I had to do it over again, that's so- totally how I would do it. Just go up and like try to kiss her. And just yeah. like, you're bleeding. What are you talking about? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not bleeding. I'm sweating pretty bad, but I don't think I'm bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty warm outside, but oh wow, oh god, I love it. Oh, it was it was pretty good, so that that yeah. was fun. Um, Never a dull moment. Of, no, no, not in our house. Um, outside of that, uh, been still playing a lot of the Neo Geo MBS. Um, mm-hmm. My uh, Christopher and I uh, settled on like our favorite game that we uh, that we like to play, and I never even knew of this game before we got. The MVS is called Soccer Brawl. Have you guys ever heard of this game before? No, but the picture you showed, mm-hmm. I legit thought it was Windjammers. Yeah, apparently it was released on like uh, the Switch. You know how they do that uh, Neo Geo like um, stuff. Uh, on oh the yeah, Switch? yeah. They yeah. Have it. it apparently got released on that, dude. It is so much fun. I it it's it's like yeah, that's the, the the easiest way to kind of describe this game is imagine. Wind jammers in soccer, but with some light combat mechanics thrown hmm. in. Um, this might have to be a Thursday night throwdown. If, if I don't know if this um, the 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 Switch version supports like uh, like any sort of like online co-op or, or versus hmm. play, yeah. but if it does, we should totally do it. It is so much fun. Just such a good arcade, arcadey uh, like uh, soccer soccer game so once your character has the ball you can hold like i think the a button down and there's a power meter that um 
as you're holding it down, it, 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 it raises up. And if you get it to the end, then you can unleash like a super shot. And it's, it's awesome. Like you can then like tackle and, and like a shoulder block, uh, when you're on defense to the offense. So it's like, there's just a lot going on there. Uh, it's, Ooh. it's really good, man. I, 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 I really like that game. Looking at the screens, it kind of reminds me of a, a sideways version of Speedball 2. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Mm, I remember it. hearing about it. It's like it's like a futuristic sport game where you don't kick the ball, but you you throw the ball. But you can like basically shoulder bash people, punch them in the face, and throw the ball. It's like a really brutal game, and like you're kind of managing your team as well as playing the game. So it's it's a really fun game. But this was this kind of looks a bit like that, but a bit more colourful. Yeah, um, uh, Soccer Brawl. It was originally released like by SNK back in the day, but now it's on the Switch. So go on. Yeah. Yeah. So can, can I ask something about your, your arcade cabinet? Yeah. Has it just got like tons of games on it or do you have to get the Neo Geo original games or something to put them in? Like, That's how it's set up. It's a two slot Neo Geo cabinet. And so it has like two cartridge slots where you can put in any game, um, any MVS game and, and they'll work on that. But I all, it came with, um, a 161 in one multi cart. Oh, wow. And so, you get that and you have just like a ton of games um, that are available to you to, to play. And so that's that good cool. for us right now. Apparently I've, I've been doing some research and some of the games don't run like they're supposed to. And I guess the voltage is, is off in it or some, some weird stuff. So it's not like um, as accurate as, you know, like as, as it could be if you're playing on actual real carts. But for us, like, we can't really tell the difference, man. My kids mm. just want to play it and have fun with it. It's perfect for us. So um, I do plan on eventually uh, dipping my toes into some MVS collecting. I don't think I'm going to go too crazy into it. But some of the games that um, that just aren't on it, I would like to get. Like, for instance, I would love a legit Windjammers uh, mm -hmm. cartridge. I know it's probably up there these days because of how popular it's become in the kind of tournament circle. Uh there's a few games I have on my list that I would totally like to get one of these days. Awesome. So it doesn't look cool. like it has online mode on the Switch version, but if we can get a way for Parsec to do this game, we could maybe have some sort of multiplayer go on with this. I'm down. If, if we can figure that out, we should do it. It's fun. I might grab it just because it's only 8 bucks on uh, the eShop, honestly. It's definitely Ooh. worth eight bucks. Like if you you've got some like you know, just some spare money to to throw at it. It's it's a fun game and it's great just as a local like two player multiplayer kind of game. You know, like if you're gonna play with a friend or something, it's 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 really good and it's become this like really kind of heated rivalry between Christopher and myself because uh, he had never beaten me. He could not beat me at it. Uh, and yesterday he beat me for the first time and it's just like the games that we play because he's pretty good at it but I'm not like trouncing him it's usually like two to one like the scores are fairly close but I I'm not letting up on him like I'm going as hard as I can not giving him the old like oh the dad's gonna let you win this one I've been beating his ass as much as I can uh, but he it won uh, yesterday for the first time and just to see like how happy he was about it it was pretty cool nice <laughs> nice. I don't know if it is possible on the thing that you have, but if you have ever have never played the uh, Metal Slug style game Dolphin Blue, 
I can't recommend that enough. I've heard that before. We we do have a lot of the Metal Slug games on there, which we've been playing. Yeah, it, Dolphin Blue was never released on any console. Um, I think it was on the Naomi hardware, but I could be totally mistaken. Uh, but it is uh, AJ and I discovered it at Mag uh, at Too Many Games one year actually, and it was some of the most fun we've had on a random game we never knew existed and just like stumbled into. But yeah, it's like Metal Slug. You said it is. It is basically Metal Slug, but you are riding on dolphins and like tossing the dolphins out as frisbee weapons sometimes and crazy stuff like that. So instead of like tanks or horses, you're riding on dolphins. I'm there. It's good. It's yeah. just so ridiculous. But yeah, soccer brawl looks good. I always, I've never been a, fa- a fan of sports games, but what does attract me to? I, I'm always attracted to stuff like this that get, makes fun, mm. n- not makes fun of, but like takes sports games to the extreme, like Monster Monster League. Okay, like uh, Mutant League football, you know, stuff yep. like that. Yeah, I love like the more arcadey style of, of yeah. sports games. If you can do that, and and back then like Neo Geo was great at it. Tecmo also was really really right. good. Like full, a lot of their like even wrestling, baseball, basketball, they had some really good sports games back in the day. Um, yeah. But they were all kind of like arcadey, uh, and they were just really fun, good experiences. <laughs> so um, we're still just kind of working our way through a lot of these games. Um, he was saying that he wants to try some of the the fighting games on there. So we're talking about like oh, no. uh, Samurai Showdown, uh, you know, Fatal Fury, some of those. Um, so we're gonna, I think, this week we're gonna start jumping into to some of those. Ooh, yeah. Is this how you were able to convince uh, your wife Jamie that it would be a good investment? Oh, she knows it was not a good investment. <laughs> she she was not thrilled of it coming into the house, which is why she. Uh, uh, came to the conclusion that I should put everything else in my, uh, you know, that's in the Harry Potter closet in storage if I want to bring this giant arcade into our home. So where is the arcade sitting right now? Is it in the closet or is it somewhere um, else? You, no, it's not in the closet because you, you've been in the house, uh, you know, yeah. kind of like in our, uh, like, family room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's to the left of the uh, the TV out there. Oh wow! So it's basically by the front door, like pretty much. next to the oh. stairs. Oh, wait, is it the, oh, no. at the back of the house? In the back, yes, yes. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. cool. like back near the kitchen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's because uh, we have like that's kind of where we call like our family room or game room, I guess. Um, but yeah, the that day. is the most unique setup I've ever seen for a house. How that area is built, but yeah, so I know good. what you mean now. I love it. Well, because that was it was an add-on. It was the house wasn't originally like set up that way. It was an mm. addition that that they had put on like about 10 years or so ago. Um, and they just created like a little family area right there. And that's kind of where we have like the kids and we watch like our morning news. Coffee. Makes sense. It's, yeah. it's a nice little area. Long term though, obviously it's going to go in the mega barn, uh, which I'm going to begin work on uh, getting the, the ball rolling on that. There's like all these forms I have to submit to, uh, the town to get like permits and everything. It's, it's mm. a lot going on. And so, uh, but the, uh, the, the beginning work on mega visions barn begins next week. And I'm super. Holy crap. Yeah. It's happening guys. This is it's happening. Gonna happen. It's going to happen. Um, and I'll, I'll definitely have to document all that too. So. Cool. Whoop, whoop. All right. Uh, I think that should roll wrap up our introductions of what we've been watching and play. Uh, Let's get that mail sack out, Scotty. 
All right, I forgot to grab it, so we'll just pretend that I did zip, zip, zip. Um, <laughs> actually, it doesn't come through as much since we're using the new noise-canceling AI. It doesn't even pick up on the microphone now, even when I'm holding the zipper right oh, next boring. to the microphone. Yeah, I kind of miss my fully <laughs> art. But... Post. Yeah, okay, good idea. I'll fix it in post. So you will hear me unzipping it right here. Oh, God. Um, that's, that's my cue, and it's made me so uncomfortable. Uh, so let's go to... Um, from Archbishop Megatron QC, they uh, they say, My theory is that Alex Kidd owes his look to the absolutely brilliant, badly dubbed Japanese TV series known as Monkey in the English-speaking countries where it was broadcast, oddly not including the U.S. Um, there's been a lot of, like, Monkey Con mm. kind of things that I think Alex Kidd might lend himself to, uh, or vice versa. Um, so I would believe it, um, but if anyone wants to check out that show you can do so by clicking uh, checking out that video as the replies to this what do you guys think did it do you think that it stole it from that i mean there are there are some striking similarities in the facial mm -hmm. hair region in particular the also the color of his clothes as well i mean alex uh, kind of looks like a monkey in general more than a child sometimes. yeah he does <laughs> but like um in like some in some of the in some of the drawings you see of alex kid he's got like the red outfit but also with like the yellow sort of to it which is what monkey has in the show like yeah i don't know and yeah so i never i never for some reason i never picked up on that but now i've just compared the two images next to each other i'm like yeah i can see that totally yeah uh, definitely does wow yeah so good find I'm there sorry, i'm not it, it could it could be a simple case of the person watched it but just in the back of his head like he didn't like use it as like a proper yeah. reference he might have just uh you know just subconsciously go oh this is a cool character i yeah or, i kind oh, of a oh sorry i thought you're done go ahead i was just about to say what she came first that's what i was gonna try to look up but good yeah. luck googling monkey tv show <laughs> and finding uh, this specific one um it could be even akin to how i i noticed that in shenmue um oh crap What's the girl's name that's in the beginning of both games, the openers? I forget. Uh, Shenhua? Shenhua. Um, how she looks so much like a character in the Cowboy Bebop episode of Boogie Woogie Feng Shui, um, but I could not find any supporting evidence that one inspired the other, but her outfit is almost like cloth for cloth, the same thing that is worn in oh, the game. Wow. Um, but it could be something like that, like they didn't even realize, but in the back of their head, like you said, Graham, they had uh, underlying inspirations and just tossed it into the yeah. design. So, so I can give you an update that Alex Kidd first released six years after Monkey ended. Oh, yeah, probably an inspiration wow. then. So, yeah, it's it started in 1978 and finished in 1980. Uh, Alex Kidd was first appeared in 1986. So. There you go. You find out like what this character looks like. It's about, uh, let me see when the, the, I can get you a timestamp here. Um, do, 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 This is the music for me finding a timestamp of this character and what he looks like. He's screaming at the TV and now he's smiling. Where's the dumb shot of him on a cliff? I can't find anything because YouTube sucks. YouTube sucks. Blows it out, my butthole. I can't find it. I was just looking at it, and I can't find it. He's holding a fish in the water. There it is. Okay. Um, 2.58. Let me see if I can share this specific timestamp. 
Okay. And posting it in the podcast Discord thing. There you go, Chris. And yeah, 258. Did that work for you? Okay. Yeah, I see it now. Um, The similarities. So good catch. I thought it was going to be an anime, but it's not. Nope. Live action. Kind of a Power Rangers. what the heck is the Ultraman kind of thing? Um, but yeah, good catch, probably, most likely. Uh, another thing on Twitter here, Migraine Boy at Planet D-O-B says, Hey guys, what old Sega games would you like to have an HD remake, and what newer modern games would you like to see have a D-make? Um, I think the first question we've probably answered a thousand times over. Uh, so I will I will go with my cop-out answer of either Nights into Dreams or Panzer Dragoon Saga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's like I thought more interestingly we could think about a demake that we would like to see and I thought of one that could be they kind of did it with Crimson Dragon but maybe turn Panzer Dragoon into a side-scrolling shmup mm. so that could be some sort of cool demake thing yeah. um, and I had another one in my head that I forgot now crap I like the demake idea I would say Bayonetta Ooh. Oh, yeah. So what would it be like a, a brawler? A 2D, like, side-scrolling, like, I, you could do a brawler, you could do a platformer, but, like, her, like utilizing a lot of her, the combos and stuff, mm-hmm. I think it could be a lot of fun. Maybe, like, do some Metroidvania stuff in there. I think that hmm. would work. That could be kind of cool, yeah. I could see Metroidvania um, working for the Knuckles and Rouge levels of Sonic Adventure 2 when they're trying to find em- em- emerald shards. Maybe something yeah. along those lines. I hate those levels, but maybe I don't know why I suggest that. I also don't like Metroidvania, so make something I would <laughs> hate even more. Uh, no, those could be cool. Yeah, and uh, I said Panda Dragoon is a shmup. You know. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else because my brain keeps thinking about the PlayStation Five stuff. I would quite like to see. It's not like a. It's it's an Xbox 360 and P. Well, actually, the sequel is on PS3. One game I'd like to see demaked, which could be quite fun, is Full Auto. Oh man! It's it's a. I personally love it. It's a fun little racer where you're basically driving around, but you sh- you've got guns and cannons and stuff on your cars, and you can like destroy the scenery. Yeah, I think it's that far could be kind of a fun game. little. Yeah, it's kind of. A, I think that could be a kind of fun, cool 16-bit retro kind of game as well. Um, what would you? Like a, what kind of mo- or what kind of racing game though? Like Mario Kart style or what? Possibly. Well, I had two thoughts in head. One could be kind of like Mario Kart. Um, the other one could be um, there used to be a game called like Death Race on the PC year like back in like 1991 or something. Oh, which is was that like based off the game. 70s movie? I actually don't know. Oh, <laughs> boy, you got to see that movie. Not Death Race 2000. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, it is called Death Race 2000. It, it got remade recently though. Is that the, is it got Silver Sister Stallone in it? But he's not. Hell yeah. Yes, that's a great movie. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't know if it's based off that at all, but it's kind of. Yeah. It. It was a very basic, like almost like. A, can you remember Monaco GP or the old sixteen-bit kind of racing games where the, the car was sort of kind of just in the middle of the screen and you move left and right and kind of like outrun in a way the way the the screen moves like the track moves and the car kind of stays in the center. Basically, mm. as that, but you had guns and it was awesome. It was so much fun. Um, so that could be a fun little 
demake, I guess. Uh, I love the cover art for this. There are tombstones everywhere. What the fuck is this game? But, is but that what? Is it, this de- what death race? Or? Is that it in the chat there, Graham? It has like a shiny Lamborghini-looking thing driving through a, a a graveyard with helicopters oh. firing at it and gremlins popping up. No, that, that that's that thing says it's on the that says that says it's a NES game. I remember this being on the PC though. Ooh. Well, damn it, I like this better. <laughs> uh, it could it could be the same game. Who knows? Um, my re- my, my quick Google wrong. research has failed me then. Yeah, actually, maybe not. It's maybe it's not even called Death Race. Maybe it's called something else. There's a Death uh, Rally game. Death... It's not Death Rally. This was like way Death Rally looks too new to me. Mm. Um, oh god, uh, I have no idea what's called then. So awesome. you basically want it turned into what rock and roll racing was, kind of, right? I guess so. I don't have you not played rock and roll racing? No. All right, Genesis game, right rock now. and roll racing. You got to play it. I don't want to get too far oh, into that. That looks pretty cool, actually. It's a great Ooh. game. It's a great co-op game. There you go. Play Rock and Roll Racing, everyone. Okay. That's an old Blizzard game, actually. Oh wow! There you go. God. Blizzard back 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 when they made more than World of Warcraft. You know it. And... Um, moving on into the <laughs> other questions, though, uh, we'll probably get into this. Maybe Mr. Haru asks in the Discord, considering the two next generation consoles, what do you currently consider the stronger launch contender? I don't know, because Microsoft hasn't shown actual gameplay yet. <laughs> yes, they have. Uh, they had the stream which showed gameplay, didn't it? I might have missed that entirely, so I don't know. Oh, they showed they showed they had a stream that had showed like quite a few games. I'm pretty sure it's all actual. Yeah, it was. It was all in gameplay footage. When did that uh, happen? That was like a month or two ago now. Huh. Um. Hmm. Well, because. There was there was some pretty cool looking gameplay from what I could tell. Um, okay, I sit corrected. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember it off the top of my head, which is not good. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I guess I don't have a fair fair answer then, since I haven't seen that. I mean, they, they met like the exciting thing for me was Yakuza Like a Dragon has been confirmed. So oh, that thing! Right, yeah. I did watch that. That, huh? that thing, did. you know, that, that day that they, yeah. <laughs> That was oh, in like uh, I guess it was like a, a little over a month ago now. It says it was like May seventh that they did it. They showed like a crest assassin. Oh yeah, wall. that was the one yeah. with the was that the one with the game with the the wall penis? <laughs> the sure. Wall penis. Oh, uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. It looked like uh it's called Scorn. It looked like it was Prometheus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking. Yes. Yeah. Good old wall it. penis. Yeah, that looked horrible. Um I do not remember that at all. Oh, you will. Oh, wait. Okay, I've just Googled it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, did you just Google wall penis? <laughs> and Scorn came up straight away. Yeah, the first person horror game. Oh, my God. Yeah. That I was... guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm leaning towards PS5, but I, I will not adopt either one day one. It takes a lot for me to do day one stuff. Yeah. I'm, I, I will admit that PS5 did have some pretty cool looking games I'm interested in, but I... You're probably going for Xbox because I'm more of an Xbox fan, mostly because of Halo. Yeah, I, I I just really like the Halo games. Like, what can I say? God, um, Halo Five was such a disappointment. No, I I enjoyed it. it wasn't dude amazing. that story? I, I was done with that story as soon as I realized it has nothing to do with Master Chief going insane. <laughs> Straight up false <laughs> okay. advertising on their part. Wow. Okay. Um, Wait. No, uh, I want to hear. You think it's not? 
I think it's a fun game. I really enjoyed no, no, the gameplay oh, style. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying how they advertise the game as Master Chief has gone over the edge. We have to take him down because right. he is AWOL now. And meanwhile, you have a fist fight between... Um, I can't remember the guy's name who just takes his helmet off for no reason every day. And uh, him and Master Chief duke it out. Master Chief would have destroyed him, first of all. And secondly, they like wrap up that story in the first 20 minutes of the game. And I'm just like, I don't care about your confusing relationship with the hologram lady. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, that's fair enough, yeah. I, I, I was that. just I wanted I was more interested in, in the psychological nonsense that Master Chief had going on and it just turned into back and forth and this new enemy that I don't know. I was bummed out yeah. about that. Yeah, that's so, fair enough. Okay. It was still like I played through the whole thing. It was still solid gameplay, but I was just so disappointed in where the story went so quickly. Yeah. So Yeah, I I can I can appreciate that. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for um uh Halo Infinite. Um, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, PS5 I thought I had a couple of good-looking games, but I guess we it's going to be an interesting next gen. Which one are you going to get, Chris? And how many of each? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get both, and I'm going to get three each. Fantastic! Nice. Go oh, into each of my rooms. Mm-hmm. Each no, of the um, my rooms. I, <laughs> um, honestly, like I'm probably leaning more Xbox right now, but. Uh, I did like what I saw for the PS5, which we'll get into. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful for both systems. I want them both to succeed. I mm. want to own both of them. I want reasons to own both of them. I'm not one of those that I'm going to like. I'm not a Microsoft guy. I'm not a Sony guy. Um, I own both systems now, and I I I have pretty much owned both Sony and Microsoft systems since the very beginning. Um, so yeah. I'm not going to choose one or the other, but um. I will say, at the start of this generation, mm. I thought that PlayStation was much better than Xbox. Just like the hardware, uh, the games, everything else. As things have moved on, I'll say that I now much prefer my Xbox to my PlayStation. Mm. Because I think with Game Pass, uh, like just the, the, the way that Microsoft is continually... Uh, like streamline the UI. Like I, I really like uh the interface on the Xbox compared to the PlayStation. Uh, it's just it's I I think now it's a better experience uh, uh than the PlayStation, which like night and day difference than what I thought early on in this generation. So yeah, I can say, understand that. You know who's to say? I I'm saying now I'm kind of like slightly going with Xbox, but you know like by the time this these roll around to release, I have no idea. And some of it's going to come down to price too. Some of it's going to come down mm. to price. Uh, a lot of it's going to come down to launch games because um, if neither one of them have like a super strong launch lineup, I don't even know if I'm going to bother getting one right at the beginning. Yeah. Cause I'll be yeah, fine I... with my system that I have right now. From what I've seen of PS5 so far, I think I'd get that over ps4 still like ps4 just never really interests me that much like i'm tempted more tempted to get both this coming up generation than than yeah than i have this generation like ps4 never really excited me enough except for all the yakuza games well i don't the problem is i don't have enough time to play them so even though i did want to play them i'm like ah but yeah i don't know like i can get them on the the pc now so i'm like yeah i don't know uh I had a weird 
back and forth between the consoles because I got, full disclosure, I got a PS4 for free being an assistant manager at GameStop. I don't know if Sony does that anymore. Ooh. It was a refurbished one. But so, of course, I was like, PS4? Yeah, do that one instead, guys. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I, I eventually got an Xbox One, the the bundle with Halo 5, played through Halo 5. And I found that myself, I was playing more of my XBLA games um, on the console than actual new games. And the streaming, this was before I had a PC set up to stream stuff. The streamability, the user friendliness of streaming from the consoles is so much more user friendly on a PS4 than an Xbox One. And I could not stand the layout of Xbox One's dashboard. I it was painful trying to find stuff through there and I would get aggravated before I even play a game. Um, <laughs> cause it just felt so sloppy overall. So, I mean, it kind of <clears throat> went towards more of what my friends were playing online and who had what games more for multiplayer and it went to mm. PS4. So it just kind of ended up with that, which is always the thing we would say to customers at GameStop when parents would come and be like, which one's better, the four or the Xbox one. And this was before the pro was out. So we'd say like, um, out of the box, they're almost identical. So really it depends on what his or her friends are playing, which console to go with, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I leaned more towards the PS4 this round. Um, and that also was emphasized by what limited run and strictly limited and all those games release indie titles on physically. Uh, so I kind of just fell into that camp. Um, but I don't know where I'm going into this next generation. We literally just got a switch two months ago. So we're, we're late adopters, uh, anymore just because of pricing and exclusivity, oh, wow. in my opinion, only hurts the consumers. It doesn't make sense anymore to me to have exclusive titles uh especially with the time exclusivity with like tomb raider having a year on xbox and like resident evil 7 with the vr being out on ps4 sort of first i don't remember even how that launch went so um i don't know not in any rush to pick up a new console myself except for the polymega <laughs> oh yeah that's the real winner yep give me that polymega i cannot wait mm-hmm so it depends. I don't think I'm the person to ask which next-gen system are you getting, you know? <laughs> Where I stand with classic and retro stuff. All right. I think it's time to put that sack years away, Scotty. Uh, zip, zip, zoom. I don't know why there's a zoom. <laughs> it's how fast you put it away. Um, and now we're going to get into our news segment, which we are now shortly calling... The telegram of news and amazing stories. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably <laughs> um, change next week. Pending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're working on the the, uh, the the copyright on that one. Graham, why don't you bring us into the news, buddy? <laughs> okay. I feel like we need like one of those news intro things. Scotty will fix that in post. Oh, God. Perfect. All right. Okay, I'll give you a moment now to enter it. Great. Moment's up. Good. Yep. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so yeah, breaking news. Uh, the Sega Classic Alex Kidd is coming to modern consoles and PCs. Uh, Jankin Team and Merge Games have unveiled Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, a revival of the expand and well, a, a revival and expansion of the 1986 classic coming to PC, PlayStation, Switch, and Xbox. Uh, essentially, as Alex Kidd is coming back. So Alex Kidd and Miracle World is being remade um, by Jankin Team and Merge Games coming to modern platforms. Uh, it features, it's not just like a, 
a re-release. They're actually doing updating all the graphics and stuff, overhauling everything, putting new modes in, changing tweaks like combat and stuff. Um, yeah, um, but there's also they're keeping their uh, classic mode with familiar mechanics and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, basically, it's kind of getting the uh, Wonder Boy overhaul um, that uh, like a uh, was it Lizard Cube or yeah. I can't remember the name. Yeah, Lizard Cube did. Um, but yeah, so it's looking pretty sweet from what we've seen. The, the graphics look pretty pretty decent. Um, yeah, and it's available all to add to your wish list on Steam right now. Um, but it's got a tentative release of the first quarter of 2021. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those games that it hasn't actually seen many releases. Alex Kid from memory, it's it's on the Wii, it's on, it's on the Master System originally, uh, and the Wii. Was it on the Meg? Did they release a Mega Drive version as well, or am I just? They have. There are some Alex Kid games on the Genesis, yes, but not. But it wasn't not Miracle World, which is the first one, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, it was this like is a really Castle Castle. or something like that. Hmm. They had like Nin- they had like Ninja World or Ninja Land or something. Something like that. A Shinobi World. Or was that Wonder Boy? Oh my god, I can't even. I'm getting confused between the games now. There was Alex Kid in, in like Ninja Land or something. I can't remember. This is Graham's um, segment, so if um, anything is factually <laughs> Alex incorrect, in Ninja it's Land. Is this Alex Kid in Ninja? Uh, I must be going crazy. Alex Kid in Ninja World or something. I I'm, doing, I'm googling it right much. now. Hot off the wrist. Shinobi World. That's what oh, it was. Okay. Alex that was close. Shinobi Alex Kid in Pirate Town. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Shinobi's the ninjas. Come on. That's uh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's you're close. Yeah, thank God. I was not going completely insane. Uh, good, good to know. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Um, I also, for some reason, in my head, I thought there was like an Xbox Live version as well. Like, but apparently not. Uh, nope. No, that's just on one thing. Um, brilliant. Well, so, no yeah, that's I'm going to be playing it then. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. Yes. It was. So I just got to the Wikipedia page. Uh, oh God. It was released along the slides Super Hang On Revenge of Snowy as part of the Sega Vintage Collection, Alex Kid and Co. on Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network in May of twenty twelve. So there you go. Yeah. So there is a there is a it is available on Xbox Live Arcade. Um which I think you can actually play it on Xbox One. Um I think that was one of the ones that was ported across, but it was on Xbox three sixty and PlayStation Three. <gasps> Uh, so yeah, what do you guys think? Are you guys excited? You don't care? You're you're really happy? Or yeah, you know, nice, but you don't care? What do you think? Um, I'll let you go. It yeah, I don't have much to say about it because I've never been a huge fan of Alex Kidd. I do. The, it's it's very cool that he's getting his uh um his due um recognition, I guess you could say, because he was arguably Sega's mascot before Sonic. Um. Mm-hmm. And they were decent games. I was never a fan of how random ass boss battles, how they were, how like the <laughs> final boss is literally rock, paper, scissors, and you could have made it that far and then just lost to random bull crap. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you have items that can help you against that and everything. So I don't want to totally trash the game. Um, but it's very cool to see something like this, especially because these, this game is so colorful um, to see something so bright and happy getting remade right now is really neat too. Uh, and I think it's awesome that it's game. happening. What's that? I was like, we need this right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, and and yeah. hopefully it'll bring uh, people will realize, oh, what is this thing? And like, go back and try to play the older ones. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was going to say something, but I'll let Chris go first. So, 
Chris, what are, you, what are your thoughts? I was going to say, I hope that it um, brings about a new age of um, the monkey TV show. And we can get a um, that. But Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing the lead character. Oh, God. Wow. It all loops back to monkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, I, I am excited about it. I I am um, an Alex Kidd fan. So I've, you know, I've, I've, I've loved these games over the years. Um, we've all wanted, We I think we've all just kind of collectively felt bad for Alex Kidd because he just seems like the forgotten mascot. And he just, after Sonic came about, it seemed like Sega just really didn't care about him too much anymore. Mm. Um, and especially just seeing like him in uh, like the Sonic racing games, like Transformed. He has such an interesting, I think, uh, look for, to his character, and he's just a fun-loving uh, character in himself. And I'm glad to see that you know that Jake and Team and Merge Games have have come about, and you know, and also Sega that they're you know a- approving this to be made. It's just great to see that. And I think if fans of Alex Kidd were hoping for any sort of new game, this is probably the best they're going to get. Like a remake of the original mm. game, um, which is perfectly fine. I, I don't think we can expect like a full blown sequel or anything along those lines. Uh, I think this is exactly what uh, makes the most sense, uh, especially if you look at like other type of games that have been released uh, within the last couple of years. Uh, I like the idea that you're going to be able to just uh, instantaneously uh, flip back and forth between the the new and retro graphics. That's that should be a just kind of a sta- a staple from from here on. Like you should Wait, just do that standard. Yeah, I see. I need to clarify something. Is that actually what's happening? Because it says um, classic mode with familiar mechanics. But I don't think it actually has the graphics because they're adding new levels and stuff. I could have sworn that in the video that it showed them flipping back and forth. Maybe I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but when I read it. Uh, I because they mentioned new levels. Like, how are they going to? Unless they, I guess they could program new levels in the old graphics. Um, but yeah, I don't know. If I'm wrong, then it's Graham's fault. Like I stated um, at yeah, the top of the segment. So blame Graham, not I, me. I, I agree. Let's do that. Uh, I take I take all the blame and the responsibility. <laughs> Good. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I am quite excited by this because I I think the Axe Kid games are really good. Um, they're not my favorite games, but I've always, they've always had a fun place in my heart because I think they're very unique. They, from the look of them, they look like a standard kind of platform game from the you know late eighties, early nineties sort of thing. Um, but they're not really. They're kind of, kind of different. Like they're not, the platforming segments are kind of a little bit different. He's kind of got the the you know the the jumping kick and the the, the punching and stuff that are going on. Mm-hmm. And as Scotty sort of mentioned. The battle, the boss battles are just batshit insane because they are basically <laughs> rock, paper, scissors battles. It's just really bizarre. And then, like, when you get like a motorbike, you like pick up a motorbike power up, you're just riding a motorbike through enemies and stuff and accidentally crash or whatever. Or you get a helicopter in another level or submarine. It's just a little bit different. And the underwater segments are really fun. And yeah, it doesn't feel like a standard platformer because the platforming. It wasn't actually too much actual real platforming gate like in the in yeah, original game. It games. was um, um what's the word ambitious for its time, I'd say. Mm. 
yeah it's it's almost like there's nothing like it but when you if you look at screenshots you think that's a mario clone or something right. like that because oh, it's, it, very it's kind of around not. the time that mario was big but it's, when you actually play the game it's so different if you try to play it like a mario game you'll just die instantly it's like you basically right. you also get like car some of the enemies are like cars and stuff you punch a car in the face and a coin pops out and you get that <laughs> and they spend it on like a power up to like get a helicopter it's like what? this game's insane yeah it makes <laughs> as much sense as a brooklyn plumber running around jumping on mushrooms heads so it was that exactly. time when nothing made sense <laughs> and you could throw it into a video game if it was colorful yeah it's like i've got an idea uh yeah no it doesn't make sense but yeah let's just let's just go with this yeah nice i yeah. like it <laughs> um but yeah uh so i'd be interesting if they you know something else comes out of this maybe hopefully sega might give them the license to make a new game but uh yeah i guess we'll, we'll see what happens hopefully it does well though um yeah I'm glad it's coming more alex to... kid stuff buy it people yeah exactly yeah I I, i'm glad it's coming not... to multiple platforms but Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna. I guess I'll oh, no. say it oh. after it. Sorry, no. Go for it. I think you just said it. Uh, I was gonna that. say that I hope I could see this getting some sort of physical release through limited run. So hopefully that happens. Because mm-hmm. yeah, a lot will. of Lizard Cube stuff has kind of seen its physical releases with um, yeah limited run. So yes, yeah, it seems like anything retro related, like even if it's a modern game but retro related, um, like Limited Run games will jump on it and get it on PlayStation and Switch. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be cool. I think that'd be awesome to have. I just realized I say a lot of Lizard Cube releases. They've had two releases and they've both been on Limited Run. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> 100% of the yeah, Lizard Cube releases. All games ever released. <laughs> The Richard Run games can't get enough of them. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's what we've worked out. <laughs> Every single release has come out. They've just chucked it on there. You know, <laughs> this is good. The odds are in their favor. Uh, yep. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think Axe Kid good. Not Axe Kid, not good. So yeah, we're happy with that. Yep. Good stuff. So I guess on to our main topic. Um, if people didn't know, um, Sony. The other day, uh, was it two or three days ago? They finally did their PlayStation Five uh, live stream reveal. Um, as 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 everyone else should know, because of COVID nineteen, you can't have the proper physical gaming events. So Sony did their their live stream on the internet via YouTube and stuff. Um, yeah, this yeah, was essentially their E three presentation. Games. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, now now because all the big gaming events have not happened, that like Microsoft did it a month or two ago with uh, Xbox. Uh, series x and sony was going to do it earlier in the month but um because of uh the sort of the things that have been happening in america you know with the protests and um everything they decided you know i think quite rightly as well they actually put out an announcement to say at this time um we don't think this is the good a good time to actually reveal stuff there's lots of other things going on in the world which actually matter um, I mean, video games are a great thing, and we uh, we obviously enjoy them. But yeah, there are bigger things right now. Um, so yeah, they they held it back for a couple of weeks, which I thought was quite a decent idea, and res- respect to them for that. Um, yeah, and then they they revealed stuff. So yeah, um, uh, we all watched it. I believe is that correct? We all saw yes, it. I have yes. watched it. Good, excellent. I mean, I missed a couple of the games, but I've just caught up by watching rewatching some of the traders. So that's good. I will uh, say I full disclosure: I skipped over the Godfall stuff because just fuck Gearbox at this point. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> no, it's fair. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, but yeah, so 
thoughts on the game? How do we want to what do else? this? Do we want to go down the list here? We don't have to talk about every single game. Um, maybe just okay. point out like what, like maybe the the top three games that you mm-hmm. you were impressed with. Uh, yeah, that's hard. Um, I will so, say overall, like I, there were very few games that I saw that I was like, "This looks like a next gen PlayStation game." Um, oh wow! There was a lot okay. of them, like this looks like this could be on PS4, like, and I'm talking about like Sackboy Adventures. Um, uh, the, the new Ratchet and Clank game looked really good. Uh, I was I'm happy to see that. that. Rift yeah. Apart that looked great. Um, the Gran Turismo game looked fine. Uh, if you're into I, like, racing simulators, it looked they, good. They showed that off in a weird manner. Yeah. Um, they, I, I, I guess like the the first thing they showed was Grand Theft Auto Five. That was such um, a weird way to start. I've not. I'll say this: um, Grand Theft Auto Five has been out for like what ten years now, and I've never played it. And oh, it's not. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't really care to play it, and I'll tell you what, it, being out on the PlayStation Five doesn't make me want to play it anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. I by just, this point, if if you haven't got Grand Theft Auto Five, you're not going to get it. Surely, <laughs> it's been on Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, Xbox One, you know, and PlayStation Three, uh, PlayStation Four, PC. Yeah. As you say, it's been out for over ten years. More specifically, they're they're pumping up GTA Online though with this whole thing. Yeah, which is its own. Oh, I'm not defending it. I think I'm. I have been long over Grand Theft Auto, especially since there are. This is. I hope I get death threats over this. Fuck it. Sleeping Dogs is a better game because you give a shit about Mm -hmm. the characters. It's basically GTA Hong Kong. Um, from the true was a true crime series that it turned into. I think. Um. Yeah. You know, Yakuza is a more lively and it feels like a more real city than anything in gta i've never once given a shit about the story in gta the last grand theft auto i enjoyed was uh the first and second one on freaking ps1 and pc <laughs> so oh, wow okay. i'm just uh, I, and that might also come from me working at gamestop and everybody being like what do you uh blah blah blah, blah. uh you could try sleeping Do- you got gta yeah we got gta <laughs> we've got thousands of copies of gta um wow. it's just not i'm just over it i think but Grand Theft Auto Online is apparently doing gangbusters for them. Um, so that's cool. I'm happy it's doing well and happy people are having fun with it. But GTA 5 is not going to sell me on a damn thing. Yeah. I, one I, thing I, that... I... Hmm? Go ahead. Sorry, go, Chris. Go for it, Chris. I was just going to say, I think the one thing that um, this whole thing was missing was a flagship title that can actually sell, uh, like, units uh sell the the playstation and mm, i would argue I that was horizon maybe but i i don't I, is is that there's been one game in the series i just don't know if that's a big enough franchise that that's going to like that's good that so that's going to be their triple a game at launch horizon forbidden west well I would argue that this was not about the games as the big reveal. It was about the console, so they focused on the actual physical console reveal. Um, so that as we get like closer, five minutes at the end. <clears throat> yeah, but so that we as we get closer, they might say because none of not a single one of these games had a release date tied onto them. We should note that as well. They we had saw, like coming this year. I think it was like holiday 2020, 2021, yeah. 2022. So it ranged from like. So I, you know, obviously you assume the holiday 2020 are going to be 
launch day or launch window um, mm-hmm. games, and then the rest will be coming out afterwards. But um, I just didn't see anything at That's all. That's so interesting. I have to buy other than the there, okay. There was one, but I I don't anticipate that it's going to be um, a console exclusive. It was Resident Evil Village. Um, mm. That I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that looks amazing. That to me was the best looking game that was shown. Like that looked next gen. It didn't look like something that you would be able to run um, at the same level, um, like a fidelity and and, and performance uh, on the PS4 or on current gen systems that that you would on on the PS5. So I saw that and I was like, that really looks good. Everything else, like I thought overall, like it was a solid lineup of games. I just don't know if a lot of these games are what you really want to show as kind of your first foot forward with the PlayStation 5. Like, there was that weird, uh, like, dinosaur furry game. Uh, furry? I oh, I see how you thought that. Okay, yeah. Um, goodbye, goodbye, Volcano, Volcano High. High. Yeah, like, I was oh, like, what the hell going on? There. I'm down for like, that. I want to see what it, that game is. <laughs> it seems interesting, but it's like, this is your, fir- like, this is your opening message you know, like you're 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 showing the world the PlayStation Five, and you got this weird indie looking game out there. I just I don't know, man. There's yeah. a lot of head scratchers. Well, with that yeah. though, I would argue that that shows uh, versatility. Is that the word I'm looking for? Variety overall, because they did have. I thought the coolest thing. Speaking of indie titles, uh, I, I'm assuming that Volcano High thing is a is a uh, maybe text adventure kind of thing, but. Speaking of indie titles, though, I thought it was the coolest thing. The creators of Hyper Life Drifter, which is an indie game that came out a couple of years ago, their next game was in this lineup. I think that is awesome for an indie develop team, an indie dev team, to go from a little game that got a lot of good feedback as their one of their their big project, their big like first debut project, so to speak. Going from that to now they have a game in the PS5 reveal lineup. I thought that idea was that's just insane to me, and that's really cool that for that company and for indie devs in general that they can do that. Um, and yeah, I will say that the dino game kind of did stand out as like, what's going on when it was starting out. I looked at Rachel. I'm like, is this a life is strange game with dinosaurs? What's happening? Um, <laughs> yep, I've heard other people like basically uh, say the same thing about it. Yeah. But I, I will say what's interesting overall, I'll get more into my opinions in a bit here, but your response, Chris is literally my response to the Xbox Series X stuff okay. compared to your Xbox Series X replies. When you guys were really excited about it in Facebook and in our little group that we talk, I was just like, this is uh, making me question if I really care about video games or not anymore because I do not care <laughs> wow. about anything I, in this I, reveal. I want to say that like, I, I, I did not come out of it thinking I didn't care about the games because there's a lot of games that I think look really good and that do look really interesting. Um, and I'm excited to play them. I'm definitely going to get a PS5. Uh, I'm definitely going to play a lot of these games. I just, I was a little underwhelmed. I thought that they were going to show some more first party stuff. Um, some stuff that's closer to mm. uh, like release at launch. And I just, I didn't see a lot of the heavy hitters that you normally would associate with, with a, a the launch of a PlayStation console. Like where, is like where's god of war you know like Uh, where are some of these big right you say that but these are like the when you talk about the playstation from a software standpoint these are their triple a 
you know, like franchises. These are like the halo for Microsoft. And there were they were completely absent in here. And yep. I just didn't see them at all. They they did show off, I guess, Gran Turismo 7, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they, they did start. Yeah. There was a lot of weird, uh, ambiguous wording in this, though, because a lot of things started with designed with the PS5 in mind or something like designed for the PS5 to not say this is an exclusive. But I, in my head, that translates to uh, the devs got the PS5 dev kit before the Xbox Series X dev kit. And that's what this is running off of, you know, <laughs> um, I was thinking, but, though, too, it's going to be coming out on the PS4. Could be. Um, that's, that's what I took it from. It's like, OK. Okay, uh, because a lot of these, it's it's going to make much more sense for a lot of these companies to launch um, not exclusively on the PS5 because yeah. you've got like a billion installed units on the PS4 already. Um, right. Why why completely cut your potential, you know, like uh, like uh, user base by mm. only launching exclusively on the PS5? That just doesn't make sense. They did yeah, kick off with that... some strong exclusives, though, with Spider-Man, Gran Turismo, and Ratchet and Clank. You know those are yeah. exclusives mm-hmm. to the console, at least. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited that Miles Morales is getting his own game. That's cool. Uh, yeah. It's not his own game, though. Isn't They've... it? I thought it was. No, it's, it's called been Spider-Man Miles confusing. Morales. What? No, from what I understand now, they're releasing the Spider-Man game again, kind of as like a Game of the Year edition sort of deal with a Miles Morales added on to it, which is more akin to uh, how Uncharted had, um, what was that add-on with uh, the two female protagonists as the main leads? Do you guys know what I'm talking about, though? Uh, Lost Legacy. Okay. Uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy uh, was supposed to be just an add-on at first, but it got so big that they released it as a separate retail game. Um, but it's not like a full 40-hour game or anything. It's 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 a decent chunk of what would be a, a full game. So it's kind of along the same lines as that. So it's not a brand new game. It's a side story, but it's a it's it could it could be big enough to almost be its full release. I guess there's a lot of confusing wording okay. around that. Okay. Um, but still cool that Miles Morales is getting a, uh, getting something like that. I was also really surprised that we didn't see a PS5 kind of uh, exclusive version of No Man's Sky. Uh, because obviously mm-hmm. that got its start on huh. the sure PlayStation, did. which is, you know, like you can say, like it was a very uh, underwhelming game at launch because of how much. And I will say, like, I don't think it's necessarily just on the developers. I think Sony um did that oh, game they, a disservice because yeah, they bad. made it seem like it was a much different game than uh what we initially got but i will say um why am i forgetting the name of the developer someone help me oh uh hello games hello games thank you scotty yeah uh, they have worked their like so tirelessly on this game and i i have to applaud them like that game what it is today is beyond i think what they shown originally yeah um and oh, what yeah. it's grown into it's amazing and so now like you think that now that they finally got this game to the point in which they really want it it continue to grow um why not come out with like this exclusive playstation 5 version with enhanced visuals like you can do all this other new stuff it seems like it would be a perfect launch game on the PS5. Was it not part of the sizzle reel at the beginning? They had um, a lot of like PS4 titles in the sizzle reel. See, I don't know. I don't, I, know. I, it's, it, I, I don't think they showed any anything about No Man's Sky. It just seems that's like a good a, point. A, they really should back that game now that it's become yeah. a good game. It was it was like the 
you know, it was like the uh, fog gaming level of bullshit that was hyped up for it. Yeah. At, at launch, <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> that that game almost made me, almost got me buying a PS4, and then when it released, I saw all the reviews like, nope. But I've now got an Xbox One, and I've only played it like five minutes of it. I've not really played it. I love the idea of it though. That game got me so excited when I was looking at that when it first when it first revealed it. I was like, mm-hmm. "This is insane! Oh my god, this is the future of gaming!" And then it happened. It was like, "Ah!" But they, I know they've done a lot of work on it. Uh, I've not really played it. I need to sit down and actually play it. For if Sketch but, was here, um... he would say, "Just play it in VR." <laughs> and speaking of which, I was going to go to one of my other points: is that where was the PlayStation VR? Get nowhere. Is that still but, a th- is that still going to be a thing? Do we know? They said that the PSVR. Yeah, and they said that stuff it will use uh, the PlayStation Five will be compatible with the PSVR stuff that's out now. Okay. And right, I think okay. the idea is they're going to come out with a new PSVR version for the Probably. PS Five, but I think the old one will still be compatible or something. Um, okay. And so, but it's just but, like. That did not seem to be a priority whatsoever in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got all these different types of games going on, but as you said, Chris, there's no real super big hitters. I mean, I know, yes, Gran Turismo is a massive game, and Spider-Man being, um, you know, exclusive these days is really cool. But And I know Ratchet & Clank is also exclusive, but I don't see those as games that people get super excited about anymore. Like, Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo fans get excited about that, but I don't think the wider gaming population does so much anymore because it's it's a it's simulation a you're gonna have a yeah. very small it's like these like strategy rpgs on pc mm. that are like really popular within that kind of demographic but yes. outside of that like rome total war um that does not give me a chubby at all you know like yeah. i like, can't get excited about those games yeah no it's one of those games rome. that is like the pinnacle of its genre mm-hmm. but it's such a niche title that like not everyone can really get into it and appreciate it the thing too yeah. is like that series has had such a notoriously bad releasing cycle like this is launched <laughs> yeah. now gran turismo 7 will be out near the ps6's launch or something probably <laughs> yeah um, and i'm like ratchet and clank was a Ratchet and Clank exclusively for the PS4? Like, not not a PS3 upgrade or anything? Was there actually one released on there? That was a remake. Was it so, a remake? Yeah, it was just yeah, called Ratchet like, and Clank, feel... but it was not not like not so much as the Alex Kidd thing as a remake, but it was a uh, I forget. Man, I am just farting left and right in my brain today. <laughs> Reimagining or something? I don't know. Yeah, like I, I feel like there was there hasn't really that feel like that franchise hasn't really had a new release since like 2013 or something like uh, it's um, had more releases what? than uh what, what's the other one jack and daxter <laughs> well yes <laughs> but it's, it's really... i thought that that was jack and daxter at first because those yeah. two games, I, it's, it's like uh I, I get them so mixed up between each other i can't help it yeah, it's because yeah. they hit because they originally released like kind of at the same time didn't they it's from from memory i remember ratchet and clank and jack and daxter were like the same thing well, back on the like, PS3, and sly cooper Sony had all of these yeah that's what i was gonna say sly cooper they had all these like very similar <laughs> platforming games um yeah and it's just hard to kind of keep up with yeah it's yeah. unfortunate I, I i skipped the ps2 but i love adventure advent adventure oh my god adventure platformer <laughs> games um, so I, I'm down for this. That looked really good. Yeah, I, I think I think some people are going to get really excited about it. I feel like it's one of those franchises that hasn't really seen much attention for quite a while, so it's kind of being forgotten about a little bit. Um, because 
yeah i don't know i just i feel like when that was that was revealed it wasn't like oh my god new ratchet clank it was more like oh yeah ratchet clank i enjoyed those games yeah um i'm not saying say it's a bad game it looks pretty fun but uh yeah Mm -hmm. i mean and some of the releases they showed i thought a lot a lot of the games they've shown i've been thinking i looked at i was like that looks interesting i'd like to know more about that but i'm not sure i'd actually enjoy the game like like i couldn't really tell what the like stray for example that game with where they had the cat going around was like robot world i mm-hmm. thought oh that's kind of cool because personally i actually love cats so i was like oh a game where you get to play as a cat and i love robots but, so yeah there you go but <laughs> at the same time i was like they didn't really understand what the game was yeah like i couldn't tell what kind of game it was what you did in it um same with um what's that other one um there's I a can... thing where that person got like sucked into a wormhole uh, solar ash Oh, I was going to say, that doesn't narrow it down. (laughs) These (laughs) games are so generic. You could just put them into like a, 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 some word, like video game word generator, your name generator. That's what you would come out with. And that weird, like, food game, um, like, with the food Oh, I'm ready for that. Really cool Bug now. snacks from the that, creators. I, yeah, I thought of... that was going to be a Viva Pinata-looking game. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, man, I'm all, like, if they, if they somehow would have, I don't know, man. Like, I was I was getting really excited for that game for a minute. That, that's but, coming you know, made by the watch... studio that made Octodad. And Rachel and I were both like, this looks great. What are you doing it? I don't care. It looks so much fun. Looks like fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that but... game. I see. I, I thought it looked interesting. I thought it looked kind of funny, but I had no idea what kind of game it was at all. And it coined like, the term "weenie arms." Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a very, it was oh. a very funny trailer, but it's not nothing that made me went go. I got to get this game. This is yep. the thing. None of, none of those saw games. I was like interested, but then none of them made me go. I need to get a PlayStation Five to play this game. Like, the problem is, like, hardly any of the games showed any real gameplay. It's all what? like real. Most type of it was stuff. gameplay. It, I, I don't know if it's actual real gameplay and, and some of this stuff. I think it's just um, a lot of this stuff was was not actual gameplay. Yeah, um, I, I I feel like I feel like Oddworld showed off gameplay, which yes, looked really yes. insane and cool. Um, Horizon, I think, did show off some gameplay. Which Hor- uh, game. you had yeah. uh, Grand Turismo obviously showed off gameplay, but there was quite mm. a bit of stuff that like you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to be doing in the game, and yeah. it doesn't look like it's actually like a game playing it looks like it's like cutscenes or just like a sizzle hmm. reel type thing hmm. yeah and what i was respectfully that that, disagree that, there's like there's that game which looked again looks really interesting that guy in like a space suit and like there's some sort of virtuality things and then suddenly like everything like gets thrown in the air what the hell was that i can't even remember now ghost was uh, it ghost wire or something uh, i'm looking um, through the things here that might have been the pragmata I can't even remember. Yeah, now. Uh, man in a spacesuit get thrown in the air along with several cars. Finds himself on the moon with the little girl. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm now getting confused between the games and stuff. I was like, I actually read the, the other, other games. description of the other game, and I read I read the description of Ghostwire Tokyo, and it sounded like exactly the game I was talking about, but it's not. <laughs> that looks really cool. I'm down for um, anything spooky like that. I have no idea. It looked yeah. like Killer Seven or something. I have no idea what's going on in it, but mm. um. My uh my hot takes overall, I would say I'm ready for more Spider-Man. Um, the Ratchet and Clanks look really cool. I th- I liked that overall. There were a lot of adventure games in here, but not so much. Just I hope they're not all open world. I can't do open world. It's too much. I don't have the time. So I am fine with a linear story. Um, yeah, Bug Snacks looked cool. That uh Destruction All Stars. Oh, I, I wanted to talk about that. God. I hated 
every single character what? that showed up. Dude, <laughs> oh my god, it, it is, it, dude, it is Fortnite vomit everywhere. I'm just like, I fucking hate. I don't need characters in my destruction derby game. I would be all for that <laughs> stuff if they just lose that bullshit attitude. I, I thought that game looked like a lot of fun. I it don't does care look like about a lot of fun, the aesthetic. The I don't. I, I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I didn't really see that so much. I, I, I know where you're coming from with it, um, but it just looks like fun. I like the idea of the vehicle destruction part, but you can actually get out of the car and then continue some of the combat. That yeah, that cool. confused me a little bit. They didn't. Because if you got out of that car, wouldn't you just... You'd probably die instantly if anybody touches you. Not if you have, like, superpowers and stuff, I guess. I guess. I thought it was the... Yeah, like you could jump on the roof of the cars and take them down that way. Yeah, I thought it was the roller derby game that was announced forever ago. Um, But it... So I guess it's going to be, like, a Battle Royale destruction derby thing, which that concept... If someone said that to me, I'm down with that concept. But just lose all the fucking flossing idiots. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I hate the youth of America, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Old man Scotty strikes again. Yeah. Kenna Bridge of Spirits looks cool, like kind of a Studio yes. Ghibli vibe to that. Um, mm. What else here? Ghostwire, I mentioned, looks cool. Uh, there's a new Hitman coming out. Whoopi. Astro's Playroom looks like it was literally more levels from the Sackboy oh. Little Big Planet game. I don't yep. care about that. Um, let's see. Bug Snacks, we mentioned. Demon Souls, people are excited about. Um, I was super excited about that. I I was thinking I, that was giving me an Elder Scrolls vibe. And oh I'm yes. Like, oh my god! Like yeah, yeah. It's it's just a remake of the original, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. All it, it's it's a remake, and it's just okay. like, ugh, like honestly, I, that it that will be a system seller for people for people. Yeah, I'm sure it probably will be, but for me, like, I just felt so deflated after that. Like, oh, I really? completely like, understand that. Yeah, like, after, um, like, they just built it into this like thing and. I don't know. I wish uh, they would have just said this is a new Demon Souls game right at the beginning, so I could have just like, yeah. go pee or something. I um and Horizon I don't care about, but that's also a big deal to people. Uh, but the biggest thing for me was of course Resident Evil Eight Village, uh, which is interesting because there was leaked info about that how Village the Roman numeral is for eight will spell out or be part of the word Village, uh, and there are werewolves. Uh, the, and everybody was like, there's no way this is true. There's no way this leaked info is accurate. 100%. Everything that was leaked was in this trailer. <laughs> but um, yet the trailer still like surprised me. With all that said, like yes. I still was like, oh. and when it finally, like when, when the village came up and then the, the word village and then it faded away to the seven uh, or the eight, I should say, um, mm-hmm. the Roman numerals, I was like, oh my God. That was... For me, at least, that was like my favorite part of the their their show. I, that was awesome, and I think that game looks yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah, that was yeah. the highlight for me when Rachel and I were watching that. She was like, "Is this new Resident Evil?" I'm like, "No, nah, it's not." Wait, maybe it is. No, it can't. That's a were- <laughs> that's a werewolf. That's oh, that's the umbrella emblem. Are you fucking kidding me? You know. <laughs> um, but big thing. Big big stuff about that trailer though. It starts with uh, this is how his story ends or something like that. Um, and Chris Redfield shows up. So spoilers, maybe Chris Redfield's probably gonna die in this one. And maybe. what is also a big deal? What's that? It's this it until he comes back again. Uh, right, yeah, because I was going to say Wesker has died in three different Resident Evil games, so, you know, it's like comic book style, nobody dies. But also what is a big deal is Ethan is back in this from Resident Evil 7, uh, and a buddy of mine pointed this out. 
there have not been any returning protagonists in the Resident Evil series uh, outside of the first two games. So we're talking like Jill, Chris, Ada, Claire, Barry, oh, Rebecca. Wow. They've all been in the first two games. Ethan's the first character outside of that crew to Ooh. return in another game. Okay. So it's a big deal for story stuff. Um, and I'm very interested to see... It, it. I got Resident Evil 4 vibes because of the, the Spanish village in that game. I heard though, like I heard that they also discussed like going back to that same kind of style of uh, combat. Uh, okay. This game, and so Which... if that's the case, I I loved that. That's what really got me back into the Resident Evil uh, series was RE4. I, it was just such a refreshing take on the yeah. uh, the Resident Evil combat system. Oh, and, and okay. Yeah. So good. What do you yeah, mean I'm... by that, though? Like, instead of tank controls the... or something? or Yeah, the tank controls, I loved, like, the over-the-shoulder reticle, uh, like, system that it had. Like, I just, mm -hmm. it felt fresh and new, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, that was nice to see. Um, and so, like I said before, I hadn't really played a lot of the other Resident Evil games a whole lot. I think I played, RE5 was um, the one set in, like, Africa, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I played that a bit. Um, that was okay, I guess, but I didn't get too far into it. Um, eh. But uh, I, I would be, I'd be fine with it going kind of back to, to that same sort of aesthetic. And I'll say this: um, the people, the creepy villagers in RE4, scared mm. me to death. They were so creepy. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm that they weren't your traditional zombies because they were just creepy as hell. Right. Yeah, that's the big thing. Is I love how people. We're losing their shit about, no, they're not going to put werewolves in Resident Evil. That's ridiculous. It started with zombies. What do you fucking want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm is excited. It, is it over that. the shoulder, though? Because I read something. This is going to be first, first person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason it would go away from what made Resident Evil 7 popular. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I heard that there was, um, maybe that was. Maybe that was just wrong information, but I saw some rumors that uh, they were going to kind of go back. To oh, that. you thought it was going to be like it, RE4. Okay, I misunderstood. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I, I, yeah, I, that, that's that's why I asked that, because Chris said it. Um, but here's the thing. I've never actually played or seen Resident Evil 7. Like, I kind of stopped caring about the, the franchise after 5, because I just... I didn't enjoy five, so I was like, "Yeah." Um, Can you so handle Resident Evil Seven? Games? Is all first person. Uh, I yes. get scared very easily. God damn it! Resident <laughs> Evil games. I've played. I've played most of the Resident Evil games up to five, and then at five, I was like, "Okay, it's okay. I'm so, up. I don't care that much." I will. Did you play or watch anybody play PT? PT. Which one's PT? God damn it, Graham! Get out from under your fucking rock. <laughs> That was the, the um, was a Kojima uh, like uh, horror game that came out, and then he got fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, PT what? I think what stood you... for playable trailer uh, or playable teaser or something. Um, I'm just giving you a hard time, Graham. But uh, if you, it was something that. Oh boy, let me give you the the elevator pitch of what happened with this thing. I guess PT showed up on the store, the PSN store. Nobody knew what it was. They downloaded it, and <clears throat> it was from the minds of Kojima and um, oh shit, what the hell's his name, Chris? Help me Guillermo out. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, and it it just popped up on there. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew what was going on with this. And the way, and in my opinion, it is the best gaming experience I have ever had. And the best marketing that mm. I've ever seen for a single game, because I, 
the the girl I was dating at the time, I borrowed her console because I didn't have a PS4 yet, brought it to my apartment and invited people over to play that thing. And like just the experience <laughs> that we all had was ridiculous. And it's a first person. You're just going down this repeated hallway, gradually losing your sanity. And it turns out you're a dude that basically killed his family. But the ghost of your wife is kill- trying to kill you. If you do things in a certain way that nobody knew how to do, it was very much community driven and how to kind of fit this puzzle together. It unlocks a trailer uh, that has Norman Reedus of Walking Dead fame in there, walking oh. around a, a, a dilapidated town, and then it fades out, and the logo Silent Hills, plural, right. shows up. So this was gigantic. But anyway, people have compared Resident <laughs> Evil 7 to PT. Right, okay. So that's why cool. I was asking awesome. if you've played that, you might dig Resident Evil 7, or if you couldn't handle PT, you might not be able to handle Resident Evil 7. Okay, um, I think I, I uh, well, I'll give Resident Evil Seven a try now because I just thought it's, I kind of yeah, as I say, I kind of lost interest around five, and so yeah, I don't know. Uh, I will... would liken Seven to if the first game got remade and was put in the first person view. That's totally what Seven was because you're walking around a house for most of the time and oh, just cool. shit's trying to kill you. Yeah, cause I, yeah. The, the 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 Resident Evil games I've enjoyed the most have been One and Co Veronica. Um, I, oh. I feel like because they kind of feel more enclosed in those sort of houses and stuff. Like, cause they had the Mick Mansion in Co Veronica as well that you get into and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love seven, four as well because you can probably find seven for like twenty bucks now. Okay, yeah, give well, it a shot. Know. Give us your hot take oh, later on. Will do. Yes. Uh, yeah, you got me excited uh, wow. about PT now. Damn it! I wish I could stop <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. Okay. So. Can we can we get into the the next part? The hell yeah, let's let's talk about the review. Okay, Grant, should what should, should we give? Up, I was gonna say, should we say say our one favorite game from what we saw at all? Like, I oh. think Scotty and I are gonna agree on Resident Evil. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Were you not Scotty? Yeah, and I'm excited for more Spider Man, but uh, I'm very curious to see. I could I could probably play or watch someone play Ratchet and Clank just because so, it looks so fun and colorful. Yeah, okay. that looks good. I'm cool. glad we got a game like that. Uh, what's your yeah. name? Um, mine, to be honest, mine's Kenner, Bridge of Spirits. That's, uh, I love adventure games and stuff, and when that popped up, I was like, oh, this looks fun. Um, I feel like it's kind of like a a good, it, it kind of reminded me of like a Fable or 3D Zelda game. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it looked interesting. I liked, I liked the look at the gameplay and stuff, and those kind of games, I think, are just really enjoyable. Uh, so yeah, that's the one that sort of. I thought Resident Evil Resident Evil looks amazing as well. Like out of all the games they showed, Resident Evil looked visually the most appealing to me. But I'm not sure if that was all in game or not. And Horizon Forbidden West, I thought also looked really good. But yeah, those. I guess yeah, Kenner was the one that I was like, oh, that is interested me the most so far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and bugs. All right. So, yeah. so after bugs, they got done with like what it seemed like 45 minutes of of like just showing different games hell yeah um i guess it was close to an hour um and showing they, us and, those shapes a thousand times over yeah um oh my God, they, yeah. they finally get into the big reveal which is the actual playstation uh yeah. i like the i liked how they in they kind of intro that with all of the different uh like I, I guess it, like little colored balls or something like that ended up forming 
the actual uh, system itself. I thought that was just kind of a neat little touch. Um, but I would never in a million years have been able to think that this was the design of the, the PS5. <laughs> um, I was shocked. I think that was like a, that's, if there's one word to describe my initial reaction to this, I think it was just shocked. Yeah, thousands of memes. My yeah, oh, the memes God. are great. My my literal yeah. reaction was, "Oh, is that? Huh? All right. I'm glad it's not just a box." <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think it's got a lot of personality to it, mm-hmm. and that that's neither a good or nor bad thing, you know <laughs> as any mean? trapper keeper does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just yep. like you will not confuse this um, for any other video game system outside of maybe like a modem which has also been lots of memes. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, well, I, you guys saw my my uh, hot take as, as soon as it came out. I was like, that looks like a tower fan. And instantly <laughs> yeah. posted up a picture of a tower fan. Mm-hmm. And I've seen since, since seen memes of people putting up tower fans. Um, so yeah, some that was just... <laughs> I don't know. It's just, wow. I... I yeah, uh, I think it looks good on its side because you showed a picture of it on its side. I thought that actually looks quite sweet. But standing up, I was just like, this looks stupid to me. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I thought it looked really ridiculous standing up. I was like, what? Like, I know the Xbox Series X doesn't look amazing, but at the same time, I quite, I don't know what it was about it. I like looked at it and I was like, it looks very simplistic and functional, but kind of, it's kind of okay. Whereas this, I was just like, that just looks weird. But then on its side, I thought that looks cool. So, huh. yeah. I don't know. I feel like they should have revealed it on his side, to be honest. Like, I thought standing up as a tower did not uh, look so good. Unfortunately, I don't know. Standing it up vertically just gives it that slimmer look. Um, you know, even though mm. no one in their right mind should ever put their 360 on its vertical side, X- Microsoft continued to advertise it like that, even though that's worse for the disk drive and scratches your games yeah. more easily. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of what they... But and and then you fast forward the next generation. Both of them are like, "This is what it looks like on its side. This is how it's supposed to be." You could put it vertically, but you probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> and then and now we're going. I I like uh, yeah everything. I mean, you know, we're the retro guys. We're the retro guys. I don't know what that means, but yeah. we come from like the Dreamcast looked like it was aerodynamic, or or the um. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know the Super Nintendo, just those weird shaped things back then that I prefer when something doesn't look like just another black brick on my entertainment center, I guess. Uh, I Um, like when things, this looks arguably like futuristic, even though we're in the year 2020 already, (laughs) which I thought was weird. But yeah, the memes of uh, people putting like their PS2 in a white binder and saying, I got the PS5 right here. uh, (laughs) Stuff like that's just great. Yeah, that's so. I love the way it looks. I'll say that. Like, I think it looks goofy. It looks like really silly, but it it's perfect. You know, at the same time, like it's, it just, I think it is, it captures Sony's personality of just being a little outlandish um, and a little wacky. I, I, I think it's great, man. I, I, I love it. I, 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 I think the Xbox is perfect for what Microsoft is doing i think it, it it makes sense from a functional standpoint i've seen all the technical like videos on like why this, this kind of form factor uh is going to make for the most airflow and it just makes sense from a performance standpoint that's great 
you're never going to be able to convince me that this shit on the PS5 for any sort of uh, reason, <laughs> it, just, it looks crazy. And I'm all there for it, man. Yeah, that's fair. And also, if people are losing their shit on how dumb it might look, guess what? They're going to have a .5 version, so just wait for that. Yeah, that's right. Have the yeah, pro, they, whatever. They already said PS5 Slim at some point or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. they also showed that there's two models of it. There's going to mm. be one bum, with bum, an optical bum. drive and one without. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts on that? Um, um, I, I think my literal phrase was, huh, we're there now. <laughs> well, we've been there with the Xbox One, because the Xbox One has has a digital only version with no drive. It didn't launch with that though. We it didn't launch, that's true. What'd you yeah, say, Chris? Oh, wow, yeah. PSP Go? Oh god. That was <sighs> too small and arguably ahead of its time. <laughs> in but in terms of they... like we were not ready for all digital handheld stuff yet. Yeah, that's true. Because right now we are at a stage where every game is available digitally, but not every game is available physically. So you've got all the indie games, you've got like the sort of, you know, right. PlayStation, uh, you know, Xbox Live Arcade style games and stuff like um, that are only digitally available. But um, yeah, not every game is physical. Um, mm-hmm. And shelf space is an issue, especially for me right now, because I've got all my retro games and most of my, ex- I've got nearly 200 Xbox One games with that all digital. So wow. um, I've got like 10 physical games on my shelf. Um Actually, no, maybe 15. I'm just counting them right now. Yeah, Jeez. About 15. Then there's me over here with like, uh, guys, did you see what Limited Run's doing? I got to get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Limited Run doesn't... Ex- one Limited Run game's come out that I paid for, and I can't even remember what it was now. You, Panzer can you guys remember what I bought? Night that track. was it, Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, I haven't received it yet. <laughs> Where's that? Um, <laughs> completely forgot about that. But yeah, that was the one game I've paid for for this round. Wow, yeah. But yeah, we're at that stage where... There are so many games out there now, and it's like all these different services, like, you know, like uh, Game Pass and stuff. Like, um, they get mm-hmm. these games for free. Well, not for you pay for the Game Pass, but you get the, you can choose a hundred games a month to play on. No, and it's stuff, free. And Microsoft you, said it's free. Okay, it's free. It's basically free. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> um, but all, you know, like with um, with PlayStation Plus, you and and Xbox uh, Gold, you get you get three free games a month and stuff that you just get to physically download and play so you, there's tons of games you get to keep going like playing and stuff so it makes sense i think it makes sense um it depends on the hard drive size though that's one thing do we know yeah. what the hard drive size is no because uh, i mean when the, when the xbox one launched they had the 500 gigabyte hard drive which you can hold like five games on because the games are ridiculously big now yeah um, it's, it is going to be running on a um like a modified ssd um like and so I don't know if they have... I didn't see anything in terms of... But you know that it... I would assume the uh, disk drive version will have less space than the digital version, I would hope. I'd, yeah, I'd hope so. I mean, do we know if it's got USB ports to expand, like to plug in external there drives and USB stuff? Port. It did show that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I the, on the front of them... USB port and also a Type-C. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, interesting. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and they also showed I, I, uh, a set of headphones, a remote, like a DVD kind of Blu-ray remote, and then also the oh, camera. Yeah. They did not say anywhere whether or not that would all be in one package or not. I mean, guarantee it will not. Why, how would they make money? But those are happening. $1,000. Mm-hmm. And they showed the, the charging station as well for the controllers. Mm. Um, so those things the better SSD fucking not eat a battery. 825 like gigabytes. 
That's a weird amount. Eight hundred. That's a yeah. I was about to say less. Just make it a one. terabyte. I think the I think Xbox is going to be a terabyte on theirs. Um, Unless that's what they this, mean. Oh, this is a highly customized uh, version of the SSD that's supposed to be running like at insane speeds, and so mm-hmm. it's like very very tuned. Uh, that it, it's it's going to be crazy. So uh, uh, from but, what they've been saying, it's like mm-hmm. games going to be loading like super fast. Okay, I was about to say, like, will, do you reckon we will actually notice the speed of like loading of the games and stuff doing that? But they've shown the sure, Spider-Man thing a thousand times of how there's like no load time for him to get from one side of the city to the other and stuff. There's uh, also going to be an expanded storage slot um, uh, within the system itself. It looks like, and then also hmm. it will allow for USB hard drive support as well. Good. Well, that's all good. That's all good news. Excellent. I wonder that if the eight twenty-five is like. You know, oh, this is a it is a terabyte, but after the install stuff, you're down to eight twenty five. You know, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, that would make sense. But... Yeah, I'm fine with it. What do you guys think about it being white? Does that even make a difference to you? Nope, it's fine. Uh, not really. The, uh, the good mindset. <laughs> this is going to sound absolutely bizarre to you, but I swear, I, I swear about this thing. Like, love the milk. white cons. White consoles and white technology that has that shiny white plastic, I swear, breaks quicker than black. Like, um, <laughs> what? My mum and my okay, my mum and my brother both had white three uh, white Nintendo DSs, and I had a black one. Oh, no. They barely played theirs, and it broke really quickly. Everyone I know had the old old school white iPhone, like oh, there was a three GS or whatever back in the day. Mm-hmm. Their white versions always broke quicker than my black one did. Hmm. Um, and my friends have had, you know, Wii controllers that are broken without actually smashing them. They just kind of just crack the controller somehow. And well, that's I, because I, I, the black absorbs the absorbs colors, you know. So they were absorbing the power of the sun, making them last <laughs> longer, as opposed to the white ones that just reflected. Right? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, that I, is they, how they, hopefully, science hopefully works. The technology of white white plastic has got on from those days, but. Yeah, there was, that, was a, that was my instant thought. I was like, I hope that's a crack. That was my thought. But yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised it. if, honestly, like part of the design behind it being white was so that those blue lights reflect better off of the system to make it look more like a car from Blade Runner or something insane. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> um, yeah. the... I actually yeah. thought that... that... Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. Oh, I was, the last thing I was going to say is just like every white console we've had uh, usually ends up yellowing or something to some extent, unless mm, you keep it in true, a, yeah. a better uh, non-smoker type area or something, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I One thing I did say, I did think the, the blue lights or touch on that looks really cool, like yeah. you know, with, against the white and stuff. Yeah, so that made it actually did look, as you guys said, it kind of looked really futuristic. Like um, that was kind of cool, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I wonder if they, I wonder if they will release, as you say, like a, a you know a point five version, which might be a black version or something. Um, I, there'll definitely the be a, a halfway a half. Uh, what's it called? Not half gen. There's a word I'm like stepping stone or something that I'm forgetting. Um, I mean that's going to happen for sure, and I could see it being like the next version is only released in a digital form. But this brings up you know the situation of parents going out and getting their kids the new console and they get them you know they might see like oh the digital version or they don't even know it but they'll they'll go out and for christmas get their kids the digital version and then they buy them all these games along with it for christmas and the kids are like uh there's no disc drive for these what did you do mom (laughs) 
you know, that's yeah, going to happen. So that, <laughs> that like, I, I would like to think that parents of today are much more technologically savvy than our parents were. And so uh, I'm thinking that there are more parents that are in the know than they are, than they were, you know, in our generation. Whereas my dad always called it an, an M Tendo. That's he never <laughs> called it Nintendo. He's like, we're not going to get one of those Nintendos. It's just, oh, no. it always bothered me. I was like, it's a Nintendo dad. Um, <laughs> I mean, he would probably call your PlayStation a Nintendo, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I don't know. I, I always hear that, like, with every generation. You know, it's like, oh, why are they calling it this, the Xbox One X or the One or the 360? It's going to be so confusing. And I, it seems to be okay. So I, I don't know. Uh... I don't know. When was the last time you worked in retail, sir? It's been years ago. So maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I just don't, no one's ever, I've not heard just in passing conversation that really being a problem. So, but maybe Uh, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I I wish that I I could be as, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. ahead, I was just going to see, I I wish I could be as uh, optimistic as you, Chris, but I mean, I was in GameStop not three years ago and, People asked for the original X, the 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 Xbox One, and they meant the original Xbox. And then they'd be people bringing up Wii U, Mario games, asking how they are on the PlayStation. So <laughs> I wish Great. that I could be as positive as you, but yeah, I cause I've got I've got friends who like my and stuff, and most of my friends aren't gamers. These are like my old school friends. They're not really gamers. They might have played games in the past a little bit, but like they will say to me like. Why is it called the Xbox One or what is it? I say like it's on the Xbox. I'm like, oh, which one? I'm like the Xbox One. I'm like the the original Xbox. Like I'm like, no, no, the latest one. Like like they, they but so yeah, they're at the stage where they're going to start buying games for their kids and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I can see my very well see my friends just be like massively confused by like Xbox Series such, X. <laughs> like, like these systems and everything are such so ingrained in our culture at this point. Like, what are you doing with your life that you honestly? you're so oblivious to like the game side of entertainment that you have no idea what consoles are nowadays. Like, I just don't see how between you yourself playing games or having children or whatever else, or having friends, kids or nephews or nieces, like how can you not know this stuff by now? It just seems crazy to me. I, I, I counter it with Chris, ask me, the sports teams of a certain city, and I will tell you, I have no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> yeah, Montreal, the Montreal <laughs> Bulldogs. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> I, I, I feel like everyone, like most parents, will know PlayStation, Xbox. They will know those names as brands. Right. They might know some of the games, but I don't think yeah. they will actually know the difference between the consoles. Like if I ask Kate anything she doesn't understand the difference between the dreamcast for example and my xbox and my playstation Break she's up. like are Break. they the same thing and i'm like no your shoes are the same thing these consoles are very <laughs> different she has the same fucking shoes i swear to god they're all these little brown boot things i'm like i don't understand the difference oh, dude, I, I bought the same kind of shoes for three years running there's no point in shopping <laughs> <laughs> that's old man scotty old man scotty <laughs> the same I shoes every year <laughs> I told her about the PlayStation 5 thing. She's like, oh, what's that? I was like, there's a new, um, they're revealing all the new games and consoles. I was like, oh, so there's another console. I'm like, yeah. It's like, Doesn't it do the same as the other one? Like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> oh, so for those people around Chris, 
we're in trouble. That's, that's just, when yeah. Graham like it, uses his glasses, like clears his throat, and he's like, "Sit down, you're going to be in for a long one." Actually, <laughs> yep, where's my podium? <laughs> um, what it comes down to is the marketing, though. You know, that was the biggest downfall yep. of the Wii U. Uh, people came in asking for the oh. Wii U controller for their Wii, and I'm like, "Ah, uh, take a seat." <laughs> <laughs> um, so if they, if they do it right, if they display it right, then people are going to understand. I think the the most confusing thing sometimes is if you walk into a store, the way the PlayStation, the PS whatever logo looks is like a four and a five and a three next to each other. They're going to grab whatever looks the prettiest, so they're not going to notice that. So it's all in the marketing. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah, because the consoles are very similar now, and a lot of yeah. the games are multi-platform, so I guess it's down to the marketing, really. It's going to be an interesting next generation coming up. Like I, they've got stuff in the works. We don't know. Uh, The most interesting thing right now is no one has announced a launch date because who knows how, how much on fire the world will be come November. Um, that the economy will be so in any. No GameStop's gonna be open by then. Yeah, uh, because it's like, okay, cool. People might have saved up money, or people have not been working for nine months by that point, and it's gonna be yeah. like, what's the price of your console gonna be? Are you gonna have like a a COVID rebate offer for your console because we can't afford to spend throw half a thousand dollars down on your new shiny thing? You know. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Most interesting launch I'll probably say of all video games. Side note, it's funny when you said about the world being on fire. Can you remember when Australia was basically on fire? No one remembers yeah. that. That was like five it was years like, ago. It was like, a, like four <laughs> months ago, half of Australia was like on fire. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that was a thing this year. Like, what it's the hell? It's so uh, long ago. Yeah, you just mentioned last funny. week that nobody talks about Brexit anymore. Like it was just a Taco <laughs> yeah. Bell special that came and went. <laughs> Which yeah, actually, it does sound like a Taco Bell special, but that's besides the point. Oh wow! I'll take a Brexit. Yeah. Okay, take a Brexarito. Never mind. This joke is was done wait before it started. Until, like the, the aliens come, and then we can all forget about all this silliness that's going on. That's where the PS5 yeah. design came from. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's so. Preparing for the alien invasion. If you want to see all some right. cool mock-ups, you can probably Google real quick. Uh, some people already did like fan designs of like what a Spider-Man special edition of the PS5 would look like, or a black one, or whatever. Um, those mm-hmm. are out there already. People thought they were real. Wow. That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Anyway, get a cool, Polymega. Right? Yep, get a Polymega. <laughs> That's the future. Um, I can't wait. They're they're sitting out the second wave of beta units. Oh, cool. Uh, which mm. I don't think I got in that because I think they emailed and like confirmed it initially when you were part of the beta. So I don't think I'm going to be part of that. But it sounds like not suit too far after they released the beta or the second beta, then um, I think systems are going to start shipping because the big thing that they're going to be testing out on this round is that the kind of like, I guess uh, the firmware upgrades that are, oh, gonna be okay. sitting out are, are working correctly. Cause there will be like a day one uh, firmware up, uh, upgrade. And mm-hmm. so I think that seems like one of the big things that they're testing out in this version Everything else seems to be working very well. By the way, for the audience, we're talking about the Polymega here, not the PS5. Yes, yes. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, people have got beta units already? What? That, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's going to wrap things up for this episode. Uh, Scott, I think we have a couple of announcements real quick before we get out of here. 
Uh, yeah, the <clears throat> first thing I'll actually mention is something that got thrown up on Twitter. I was like, this is awesome. Let's tell people about this. Um, if anybody remembers the game Tanglewood, which was a game we interviewed the creator of in issue seven? Crap. Was it issue seven? Um, Tanglewood is a cool game that was made on original Genesis and Mega Drive hardware. It's an indie game uh, starring a little fox creature, forest creature guy. But that is part of an amazing uh, bundle on itch.io right now, the bundle for racial justice and equality. It has over 1,600 games for five bucks. So if you've got five Ooh. bucks, that goes towards the NAACP, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund uh, and Community Bail Fund. So they've already, let me, I had the site up here. Their goal was to hit five million. They are at six and a half million dollars raised by people. There are thousands of games in this, um, like Celeste, Night in the Woods, Sky Rogue, tons of cool games in there. Um, that people should just check out in general. But Tumble, uh, Tanglewood is a really good game, and that's part of it. So I'd say that's definitely worth five bucks, and it goes to a good cause. Um, Ooh, and, you've got uh, a day and 11 hours to buy it in. Oh, shit. T- on it. It's not going to be up anymore when people hours. listen to this. I'm sorry, but you should have done it. <laughs> you should have done it. Too late now. I'm going to re- buy it right now. Fuck. I'm yeah, I'm doing now. it right I'm now. I'm going to buy it now. Yep. Um, uh, can- oh, okay, okay, perfect. Okay, there are now 1,659 games Ooh. available in this thing. Uh, I hope you did it, everybody. Should have announced it earlier. I'm sorry. But I, we did share a tweet about it as well. Um, and uh, on that same note, uh, all proceeds from Megavision's purchases this month through our Patreon signups and all through so, – uh, I'm sorry. We've been podcasting for like five hours now, so my tongue is not working. Um, all proceeds of Megavision's purchases are going to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund the month of June. So um, can we mention the big order that we had, Chris? Just out of nowhere? Is that relevant? Or... Okay. Sure. So before we even announce this, we don't even know why, but it's awesome that it worked out this way. Um, some person ordered 15 issues. So, yep. And all of that is going towards that fund. So that's amazing. That's incredible. Um, but let everybody know, and we'll have the same links up for that area and then other places that you can help out. Uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter and just a thing to get yourself educated and donate towards and different protests and available outlets to support a very good cause. Because uh, we all really need to unite right now rather than try to separate ourselves. We have to come together in this difficult time. Um, but we are supporting that in our own way as well as much as we can. Uh, and <clears throat> excuse me, but Chris will tell you more about the issue coming out. I'll mention real quick that the stream's coming up. We've got PlayStation. No, oh, fuck me. PSO2, Fantasy Star Online 2 every Monday, Wednesday streams. I'm not sure what I'll be doing yet. Thursday night throwdown every Thursday. Chris sometimes does indie stuff on Friday, but tune into our Twitter, uh, at Megavisions Mag. I'm yep. doing yep. great. Yep. At Megavisions Mag on Twitter, follow us on there. That's where everything gets announced, guys. Uh, that's all I have, though. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'm going to really try to get better at streaming. Uh, the past like month or so, I've just been crap at it just because so much stuff is happening. Uh, I feel like I can't breathe. Uh, but things are slowing down now, now that the kids are out of school and stuff. So I'm looking to get back into that and, and jumping back into streaming, uh, the indie streaming stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, outside of that, we're now turning our attention on to um, issue 10. We had our first uh, planning meeting for, for that, where we um, got a lot of uh, 
a lot of stuff done. I'm, I'm really happy for that. And so we're really just going to start uh, kind of putting our heads down and, and getting to work on issue 10. Uh, it's going to be a big one for us. 10 issues uh, for this. And that's going to be, what, four? Uh, or I guess, yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. That will be our fourth physical edition. And I'm really excited about that. The big one oh, baby. That's right. Yeah. All right. That will do it. We will be back next week. See you hey. later. See you guys. I'll let you guys know also, I found that Yelp review I was talking about. I'll read it to you real quick here because uh, it's like a phrase. This is for Wooden Box in Lawrenceville, Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm shouting them out right now. This is still a great place for meth. Oh, sorry. Let me start over. <laughs> This is this is still a great place for meth heads to find meth in Pittsburgh, as the owner loves meth as much as he loves not paying his rent. He will be brought to court for every property he moves into since he has never had any intention of paying, just intention on staying until he is finally forcefully removed after a year or two. So to sum it up, only visit this place if you are looking for meth or if you are a woman and are interested in getting harassed by multiple convicted felons. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know what? Okay, wait. I'm gonna buy this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give this bundle as a gift. Can we do that? Yeah. Can. What if we gift it to someone that's listening to the podcast? And what should we make them do? We can make like a, a little thing of it. I'm buying it, and then we'll gift it. Okay. What can we I, can we do as like a little contest? Uh, what if we tell them to uh, maybe tell us what their favorite PS5 game was and why, and we'll just throw it in a hat. Is that too stupid? Sure. Well, That's that, fine. That sounds easy. Yeah, do it. Yeah. That's what we'll say. do. Okay. What were you cool. going to say? No, say? Oh, I was just sad I didn't have as great of a reaction to the Meth Lab review. But that I've heard, I, I, no, no, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> the only reason I've I've read that before somewhere. I've heard that. Before. I probably read it to oh, you Scott, guys Scott, as we were pausing yeah. that literal location. Now that I think, maybe about it. I think Scott told us it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I was in the middle of 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 checking out and then i saw that and i was like oh so i'm sorry that's no, okay no no no. that is much more important <laughs> than meth labs um yeah okay <laughs> i'll uh well, this is still the end of the podcast because i'm still recording so we're gonna give away how are we gonna do this we're gonna give away one of those bundles to a lucky winner who tells us everybody needs to reply to this episode post with what PS5 game you're most excited for, and we'll pick your name out of a digital hat. Right. You can send it to us, uh, reply on social media, on Patreon. You can comment on the podcast post, any of those things. You can even email us at megavisionmag at gmail.com. And any of those will work. Just uh, tell us what your favorite PS5 game was and why, and you'll be entered. And then you can get uh, over a thousand games by doing that. So insane that is and that's gonna do it so we will be back next week see you later hop over and go bye
if you could choose two a fruit to have in replace of your handguns in a game, what would it be to, you know, coconut. these deep, dark dives of, like, what is the, the psychological... Yeah, I uh, think fruit. so. Hmm. I think so. it's... Maybe... maybe is it know, a nut? It it's, yeah, maybe pedantically it's not a fruit, but... Hmm. Because it's why they call it a nut, then. What is a coconut? Coconut. But people think tomatoes are a vegetable, but they're actually technically a fruit. Right. The coconut what... tree is a member of the palm tree family and the only living species of the genus Cocos. The term coconut can refer to the whole coconut palm, the seed, or the fruit, which botanically is a droop, not a nut. What the fuck's a droop? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a, there's a rabbit hole here. We gotta yeah, I think I'm now. going down it. All I know is that more when people I lived in die Guam, from coconuts we would have, like, than coconut... Yeah, like when I lived in Guam, we had coconut trees all over the place. I had like three coconut trees in my front yard, and oh, they wow. would just they would literally just coconuts would drop down, and then you just go get a machete and you just cut it open, and uh, because they're really hard to get into. Um, drink that sweet sweet nectar inside. Yeah, eat the, mm. the like if you if you cut. The hump off a camel, you can drink its milk that way. Same thing with... <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Just like um, humans. <laughs> right. Yep. Just like humans. With On that note, let's... Welcome back to Just Like Humans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. Three, sure. two...